0: Atlanta Center, the only test
1: sure. operation in restricted area two five zero eight. Area thirty one, Roger. The traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some ballistic motion over. Roger, area thirty one, continue to send at your discretion over.
2: Okay, Center. The traffic is approaching head on, out of right, and really moving. They're right by it,
3: right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. Ninety percent of these sightings can be explained, but ten percent cannot. Officially and unofficially, the U.S. military has been investigating UFOs since 1947. Their top secret goal is to find out what's behind these unexplained sightings. The Pentagon classifies them as unusual airborne anomalies. But a better term is X-Files. Join us now as Mac Wanwan and Commander Cobra explore these unsolved cases, UFO incidents that baffle even the U.S. military. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mac Maloney's Military Exile Show here on the
4: Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. And well, what a show we have in store for you tonight. But first, let me introduce the members of the posse. Girls, get ready. Sit down. Get your Mr. Get your big box of Kleenex, your big box of wipes, your squeegee, and your Lou, because he's there. The very famous one one
1: Hello, girls. Hello, ladies. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Good to see you, Mac. Good to see everybody. Good to be here. Good to be anywhere. Good to be anywhere.
4: What's going on over there? Absolutely. Across the uh, pond.
1: Weather um, weather's gotten, gotten a little bit better. It's been raining for a week. Yes. Off and on. Sort of like uh, New England weather. Huh. And it really uh, bums me out. I mean, all the locals say, well, you know, you got to wear your rain gear. Oh, jeez. I mean, there's, there's a store that just sells nothing but uh, waterproof everything. <laughs> Why does that At not top, surprise you? Yep. As if you're a fisherman or something. Yeah, yeah. you kind sure. of stylish, waterproof, everything. You know, the British... But I like to carry an umbrella. You know what that's the a, yeah,
4: self-flagellation yeah. means? Do you know what yeah. that means? Self-flagellation. You know what that means? Yeah. It doesn't mean what you probably think it means. It means, you know, I'm always the martyr. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's how the British people is just ingrained in them. Oh, we put up with so much, you know. And they love so, it. They And they like yeah, it. Actually, the they don't.
1: Place. It's funny. They don't like it. Yes, but they, they still don't do They don't like it. it, and then they... They, they do they complain about it more than I do.
2: Hmm, funny.
4: They
1: don't like it. They've lived with it all their lives. They think it's terrible. there's summers. The joke is that uh, you know it's summer, when it's only raining a little bit, yep, uh, yep. seven days a week.
4: Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, and, go ahead
1: and, and that's how they live their life and they, and they, they laugh about it and mm-hmm. then they say, look at crazy American. yeah okay? yeah, yeah. yes. And, and of course, a lot of the Brits you uh, know have uh, Polish accents. So look at crazy American
4: wait a minute, Polish uh. accents, where are you?
1: There's a lot of Polish, a oh. lot of uh, Lithuanian and Ukrainian here. Yeah, yeah that's really and they have the coolest accents, actually. Okay, yeah. They do.
2: Yeah,
4: I'll Can you get punch keys? Yeah.
1: The, woman, the woman that sold, sold our, our new sofa was from, she says, where do you think I'm from? I said, Poland. <laughs> nope, Lithuania. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. I'm and so- I could have bought <laughs> 10 sofas from this chick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can only fit one in the in the cottage, but you know yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, and you know some of them sound Russian too, it's probably Russian it's yeah. that accent is kind of uh with a little bit of a twist can be from anywhere, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, it's European made, anyway,
4: European nice, wow, okay and when you're
1: behind the counter when you're trying to buy something and you don't quite understand it, you're not picking up the accent, yes, like the locals do, mm-hmm. you keep asking, oh, I'm sorry, what, what what'd you say again, you know it's mm-hmm. and then it becomes a little bit more clay and you get used to it, yeah, yeah, huh. You get used to the dialects. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm trying to get used to the joint, you know? That's what's going on with me. Well,
4: on with their soldier. Brave soldier. Tell us how it goes.
1: Yeah. Uh, Braving on with my with my wellies and my brellies.
4: Yeah. See I don't even want to know what that means. What's it, has anyone said Bob's your uncle to you yet?
1: <laughs> Not yet.
4: Oh, okay. Um uh, anyway. Well these
1: are, are Wellington's that, those green boots that you see the Queen wearing uh, yeah, all sure. the that, that come up almost uh, like yeah, four inches below your they, knee.
4: They buried her in her wellies. Didn't yeah. they? Didn't they get? and Then they gave her a bottle and put a bottle of gin in her casket. Did I? Read a that? flask. Is yeah. It, did I, I drink it. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. well, she, went <laughs> she went out. She went well. a while. Anyway, no cocoa tonight. Out there saving the world, but a national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Waters here. Switchy.
5: It is great to be here tonight, Mac. Hmm.
4: He looks like he's in prison. Don't they? The, the, the look like bars behind him there. It's, oh, the, oh, that's, the bars, know, know. that's oh, the my mod high-tech there.
5: special effects. That's okay. the an ethereal Mothman mm-hmm. behind me, okay. ever ever present, always looking over my shoulder. Okay,
4: uh, it was just like we couldn't see his face. We saw the bars. You're seeing the uh, orange shirt. You really look like you know, in prison. And uh oh, uh, oh, uh, 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 a red shirt. What? It's a red shirt. I might
5: not make it. See the Star Trek insignia.
4: Oh, oh okay, I see. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When they kill Guy, yeah. Okay. oh Lost communications here. Okay. We can hear you. Um, You might be traveling to our part of the world there soon? Yes. Okay, don't wear that, okay? Don't even bring that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I got all kinds of cool shirts, man. Okay. I could, I could wear one shirt every hour on the half hour. Please don't do okay. that.
4: Okay. All right. Thank you. You have your uh, Mac Maloney uniform in case
5: we need it? Uh, somewhere, uh, you know, my, my shirts get piled up like <laughs> layers of topsoil. Okay. I mean, they're clean, but then, you know, they, some of them get kind of pushed underneath. I and okay. might not see them for months, so I understand. I'll have to look. Okay. All
4: right. Uh, anyway, um, no, c- uh, club tonight. Club is going south. He's going south of the border down to North Carolina to visit friends. So we're clubless tonight. However, our, oh, first of all, in the, um, studio with us is, uh. Uncle Al, the kitty's pal, Al Ronaldo, UFO uh. mechanic slash getaway driver. Al, hello Mac. Hey, hello everyone.
6: What? What, what's uh, what's happening? How's what's, the bee? I'm the, the bees? beekeeper
1: of Plum Island. Uh,
6: the bees are doing okay. I mean, we had like two days of uh, sunny weather, so, mm-hmm. and then again wow. today it's raining again. So yeah, um, they were very active. They're coming and going. They're, they're doing their thing. Hopefully, there's uh, something in the hives when I go to take it out next month. He's so gonna steal all their food. Not all of it, <laughs> but the goldenrod's yeah. blooming right now, so they should be into the goldenrod pretty good. Oh, good! Yeah, they're always. Uh... Uh,
1: so you're not allergic to goldenrod. You don't sneeze when you're pulling out goldenrod-based honey, then.
6: Um, when they process what? it, you can you can't tell what what it what? came out of, and now you mm. you'd never have an allergy issue with it. The go, the Here's the thing: rod we now.
1: don't have allergy issues when we we're consuming your honey. No, you never would. You know. Mm-hmm.
6: It's boiled. No. Don't you boil it? No, I don't do any. It's raw.
1: Oh, I don't, really? I do yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Yes. No, no, if you boil it's it, you destroy all of the, right out of the, hive. All the good stuff. Right oh. out of the bees' butt, man? That, that right stuff comes.
6: I extract that. Like the stuff I gave to uh, the missus the other day, yes, yes. I, it was in the hive two hours before I gave it oh, to wow. him. Oh, huh? yeah. wow, huh? I, st- I strained it through a real fine screen to take the chunks of wax
4: out, but that's it. Well, it was on my toast an hour later. There you go. Um, anyway, uh, no club, but. Uh, our favorite good witch up there in Sideways and Yacos, with us, Raven. Raven, how are you doing tonight?
7: Hi, my friends. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing
4: great. Hi, Raven. Okay. Hi. Get your, get your glasses on. Get the glasses on. That's that kind of sec, Do I, dare I say it, kind of the secretary thing going on there? Is that probably not politically I, correct? I
7: woke up and my, my eyes were just like on fire from all the smoke that we still have coming through really? here. So <sighs> I figured contacts were not a good idea.
4: Freaking Canadian. Still, the Canadian fires are still bugging you people? God, it sucks.
7: Yeah, we're still getting like, because we're like in a valley. So we're getting like all of this just kind of tunneled right down. Yeah. yeah and yeah, it yeah. doesn't linger like it was, but it's still just kind of passing through.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. We've, I mean, we've had, uh, you know, a couple of days of it. I could, you can just smell something yeah. in the air, but that was a while ago. Yeah. They can't get that on the controller, just letting it, you know, I don't know, burn itself up. So it's already burned more acreage than more size than the United States.
6: The, you know. And they wonder why we got global warming and, you know, all this stuff going on.
4: Yeah, I know. There's something. I mean, it seems like you should have the military or something fighting those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, that's just me. The Mounties. The Mounties. Right. What else did they do? Uh, anyway, so well, we have an interesting show for you tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about a bunch of things, which is a report. We're going to be talking to Greg Masto in a little while about the dangers of AI. And I, I read, well, I don't want to say every story I see, you know, on my newsfeed about AI, but I can I, I read enough of them to know that I don't understand this whole idea how they're going to take us over and all that stuff. I don't get it. To me, it's just one hugely glorified FAQ, right, fact thing. It, it only contains the knowledge that we put in it. It's not thinking on its own, or at least that's how I think, right? Forever, forever. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. So, Will, I have um video game designer friend, Greg Master, in a little while. And um, I started to write a um, top ten, and was like um, top ten reasons uh, you know switches cats will lead him when he dies. Is that you know one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> That's yeah, just it, that. It's that one. And uh, and then I said, didn't we use this before? And then you know I get distracted by something. So uh, no top tens. And I, and ironically, club isn't here to enjoy it. But I read this weird story today. <clears throat> Very strange, and, we, and I, I know we've done this before, but I get caught, I get caught in the rabbit hole on online, and and because they know I click onto these things, I keep getting more and more stories, and it's like, um, just weird things that have happened to people, just weird, you know, not UFOs and encrypted, and just weird stuff, to you know, and they they put out a survey and these people answer, and I know we talked about this a while ago where I remember I was like paying three hundred bucks a so Volkswagen bug and I'm that's all the money I had in the world and I had it spread out on my kitchen table and I was counting it waiting for the guy to come and give me the car meeting him the money. And I was counting one more time and one of the twenties just fell on the floor and went underneath this Hutch cupboard in the kitchen. So I said, okay, you know and I saw it. I saw it. Never found it again. We moved the Hutch cupboard. everything looked you know looked in the the bottom kind of, nothing. Never found it. And uh, which was weird. But this this one person said, you know, I'm just in the middle of my, room, my living room. I have my cell phone. Something makes me drop it. I drop it. I hear it drop. Okay. And then I go to look for it and it's not there. I can't find it. I can't find it. So she gets another phone and calls the number and it turns out, um, you know, the signal is, you know, can't be found or something like that. So anyway. So I'm going to ask Juan Ever have anything strange like that happen to you, Why? Yes. Yeah. Not, is this yeah, the, like
1: it goes into some I don't know alternate s- worlds
4: or a different that Matrix thing? Go ahead. Is this yeah. the uh, story about you and the wagon and the uh, moving truck? Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Tell us.
1: Okay. Want to hear that story? was The whole story? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so an <laughs> <laughs>
4: abbreviated version would be good. Go ahead. You're sitting on <laughs> the corner in your little wagon, right?
1: Little red wagon is uh, you know the wagons that you can. You know, ride in. You kind Radio of, flyer? Uh, <laughs> sit in it. Yes. Pull things with it. Anyway, I'm sitting in the red wagon, not doing anything other than, you know, minding my own business. I'm on the sidewalk in front of my house. And across the street, there is a um, sort of a small industrial park in which is a allied van lines moving in storage place. But ho- who cares? That place has been there forever. So... I'm in my red wagon and I, I spot something in the lawn, you know, in our property in the lawn that sort of just uh, glimmered and caught my eye. I had no idea what it was. So I get out of my red wagon and I walk over about 10 feet to the spot in the lawn, looking for something that caught my eye. And I really can't find anything, but that's not the point. But what I heard was a noise. I turned around and there's an ally van line tractor trailer coming up with a like a big, you know, like fifty footer, you know, these low, low to the ground, tall, long, and he's he's a, a double dual wheels in the tractor, you know, and runs over the, right over the red wagon. He, he jumped the curb. <laughs> he, he clearly he, he the, the driver was from out of it was an Allied Van Lines, a, a company that was from way out of town, maybe wasn't used to making that turn. It's a ninety degree turn, to go on the street that we lived on. Yes, yes. To get out of Cambridge and ran off of the red wagon. To wow! Pretty much three quarters crushed it. Wow! Now, yeah, and it, it, it was so quiet too. It's like all of a sudden it's there, and then it's it's sort of grunting as it's going going over. <laughs> Did it and stop? Did the guy? Stop? The guy sees it stops. Yeah. And And uh, I forget what happened after that. I sort of like looks for a body. I ran away or something. I'm like, <laughs> I don't right. know what to yeah, yeah. do about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out yeah. of here.
4: Yeah, like I, somehow you felt you were in trouble. Stop
1: you know? thinking he might have hit something, but looked and didn't see anything. Yeah, yeah. And just went up, you know, he just went up the street. Was that
4: it? I mean, did you sue them or anything? Did you do anything? No, no. We, wow. we didn't get his.
1: We didn't, didn't you know, get his number. We didn't. But my parents, my parents were in the house. I just like, uh, you know, hey, guess what happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like after the fact, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> yeah, I just
1: yeah. Oh, we man. didn't like stop the guy. The guy then there's a, a traffic light further up. You know, he probably probably could have grabbed him there and say, hey, what's the story? I found out. From Allied Van Lines. Who was that truck that just left?
4: These days it would be one-one van lines if you're, you get going to still happen to. You know. So all right, I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna Raven can you tell us a similar story? Just some weird thing that's happened to you.
7: Yeah, like mine's like similar to yours. Um and, and like this it's so mundane, but like this is the one that like sticks out because this has happened to me a few times, but for some reason this is the one I remember. Yes. I must have been like, I don't know, four or five. And I had a Polly Pocket. Okay. You guys know what Polly Pockets are? No.
1: Never heard of it. What is it? No.
7: Oh my God. So they're like these little, little things, like these little heart shaped containers, little boxes. And you open it up and there's like a little house inside. And they had like those, <laughs> these little action figures that you could put in. Super cute. Oh. Any 90s, you know, little kid had one. <laughs> okay, good. So, I was at my grandmother's house, and I had this cool poly pocket, and it had a swan with it, and I never had a swan with a poly pocket, ever. Okay. And so I'm playing with it, and I dropped it on the floor. Now, there was like, it was carpeted, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like thick shag carpeting. It was like a low carpeted rug. Yes. You could have easily seen this thing. And it's like it fell into a black hole yeah. and was never seen again. Yes. And I looked for it for hours obsessing over it because that was the only one I ever had. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Amazon didn't exist. Yeah, so right, I couldn't right. order one.
4: Not in that dimension that anyway. But see, that's the same thing that happened to me. Same thing that happened to this uh, person on uh, online today is that yep. just something happens. And it just, you know, there's, I mean, there's a whole that quantum uh, physics stuff that actually there's, what is it? Uh, it, it, everything is just a, a game of chance. You know, I could you know, put my hand through this wall, you know, one one times out of 400 trillion or something, right? But it would happen. It can physically happen. So maybe that's what happens. But, you know, when something falls, maybe who knows. Uh, let's see. I will go to Al. Al, you must have a nice short story.
6: <laughs> <How> was, <laughs> was I about mean, your, you yeah. know, I, nothing to oh, that
4: I, degree. Uh-huh. But,
6: um, you know, in my house, I have a uh, crawl space under the house, if you will. Um, it's not a Uh-oh. real full cellar. Yes. Um, and it's you know short, and it gets na- uh, shorter as you go deeper in. And uh, it's a sand floor. And it's beach sand, so it's very, very fine sand. You go down there with anything in your pockets, you go down there with anything in your hand, mm. and you drop it, it's, it's gone, gone forever. forever. Yeah, huh? It is gone <laughs> forever. And I've actually been down there working and kicking yeah. around, and I'll find a wrench that's been there pr- probably for 75 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because somebody else dropped it. Yeah. So it's just one of these things that, yeah, you yeah. know, it, it's out of your hands, and again, you don't even move, and you look down, and it's gone.
4: Yes. It's, uh, crawl space is one of those words that when you yeah. hear it, you just automatically think missing relatives or, you know. Like well, I said, I found, yeah. I found,
6: I found like the bones giving, under one, one time. It's
7: you giving, you know? like, John Wayne Gacy when <laughs> <Not, not laughs> <hear.
2: laughs> I <laughs> hear crawl
6: space. <laughs> I lived live in a house after <laughs> a, a funny house Westford, yeah. No, I, I found the bones, space. but it wasn't in this house. It was in, an old house we rented. Uh, 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 okay. There was... The floor was really Sorry, soft man. from uh, water, you know, water getting in and, and damaging it. So we were going to rip out the floor and replace it. And so we cut yeah. out the real rotted parts, but it was, still had some bounce to it. So before <laughs> we covered it over with new plywood, yeah. I was told get under there and they drop down some cement blocks that I could drag over into the middle yeah. and Support stack them up and put some wood. Sure. You know, so I'm doing that and I've got an extension light on a long wire and I'm doing light down there and. I'm way away from the hole, and, I'm down and and it's kind of, you know, bumpy down there. So I take my hands, and I'm trying to clear off a flat spot to put the cement block. Yes. And I started hitting bones. Oh and I started hitting bones that were <laughs> big, big really? bones, not like leg bone size. Okay. You know. And, and then, of course, the person up top had no idea what was going on. Okay.
4: Sounds...
6: But being funny, he unplugged the light just, so now I'm down there with a, <laughs> with, with a bunch of bones, yeah, yeah. and you know the light, the tunnel, you know the light to get out is down there, yes. and uh, it was not, it, it so, was kind of exciting. Well, what, what kind of bones were they? Uh, I never actually, I didn't find a skull, so I couldn't say. Yeah, so that's, what exactly? But they were big. But it was either a large animal, like you know, a large human, or, a head. Or, or somebody's husband or wife. Well, but what I ended up doing was I, I sort of moved some sand ne- next to it and said, "Listen, I'm sorry I bothered you." I put the bones back you in the hole. Really? And I covered it back up. Yeah, Had a little I, religious ceremony. Well, no, no, I just, well, I, sh- I just, understand. I covered my, I covered no, was, my bases. And that house was, was, was <laughs> like that. that house was haunted. To <laughs> <shit>. It was, <laughs> there was so much stuff going on in that wow. house. That, <laughs> okay, so I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it was uh, a previous uh, owner that met occupant. Oh, yep. So when I get back out of the hole, I. Yeah, you know, we threw the plywood down, nailed it down, and like no one said
4: boo ever again. It's still probably collecting uh, clicking the social security type. Probably yeah. for grandma. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's switchy. When you, you sold
1: have... it, did you have to disclose that situation? Uh, I was uh, a not renter in Massachusetts,
4: Massachusetts. I was a renter.
5: Yeah. Oh, he's a renter. Oh okay. All right, he's good. covered.
4: Switch, you must have uh
5: piece well, of well it's another thing. uh you know, you, you can't find it and it won't show up. I I uh, had the uh the, the water garbage bill come and I set it on a particular spot on top of this little bookcase. And uh, when I went to find it, it wasn't there. Okay. And so I went through all the papers. And then I went Cats. through other stacks of papers, just in case I put it somewhere else. Yep. And I thought, oh, it'll turn up. It's got to be, I mean, I'm looking on the floor. There's only so many places you can fly. Cats. Maybe it fell into the bookcase. Yes. Anyway, yep. so it wasn't turning up. So I thought, oh my God. So I actually started cleaning the place. I had- I moved the, uh, oh. the bookcase and started sweeping back there. It's not there, but I did see a couple enormous dust bunnies bigger than i've ever seen to the point they were almost sentient i was afraid if i didn't destroy them right. they might come alive yes, anyway yes. I, I actually went to downtown to pay the bill and i still have not found that bill wow yet.
4: wow wow see and that's <clears throat> we're telling the same story you know what i mean like something yep. that's fallen that you just hey mm-hmm. we're sure it's fallen and you just can't find it uh one, yeah, one but, but mine had dust bunnies in it i think they ate it almost what are you drinking there switchy
5: uh, water. Oh, okay. All right. All right. You're being water. forgiven.
4: Okay. Sure. One of the other uh, weird stories that I've read today, this was like really strange. So this guy, as a kid, he goes in a test drive some car, right? And in between all that, he loses his wallet. He can't find his wallet. They don't know where it is, so on and so forth. Years go by. He's moving. He, ri- he rents a rider truck. He drops something on the floor. When he goes down to get it. He sees a wallet underneath that seat and it's his wallet. And think of that. Such a way, way coincidence, you know. But anyway. So, speaking of scary stories, Switch, what you have for breakfast today?
5: This morning for breakfast, I had cereal. um. I had Captain Crunch. Oh, oh, oh! oh. Okay, hang
4: on, hang on. He's on. one of my
1: favorites.
5: Yeah, why don't we clap
4: yeah. for him, please? And we're gonna have to really. Wow, it's got oh, just I enough sweet it's, to really
1: yeah. make you want to have a second bowl. Yeah, oh, I love it! I, it, it in yeah. college, baby,
4: when that came out, it was like the go-to. Do
6: you know, they finally corrected Captain Crunch. They, they don't really? call him Captain he's a no, real he, Captain. Well, he, he was always had the wrong number of bars.
4: Oh, will? Oh, will? Really, yeah.
6: Yeah. So they finally corrected it and put the fourth bar. Oh, what, bar I guess to make him a captain. Because wow. for all these years, he's only had like three stripes. <laughs> and It wasn't, I guess, this
1: Lieutenant uh, Commander Crunch. This, uh, right, right, yes. right, you, it doesn't roll
6: off the tongue. Finally, they they corrected that, I guess, in the latest. Uh... Wow,
4: I love that stuff. I know it's I hope just. He got back pay. Nothing but yeah, he should. <laughs> I was going to say that's some brand attorney at work there. But anyway, uh, oh wow. So well, why did you have it in the house, uh, Switch?
5: Uh, I bought it. Really? Yeah. You're I not got, ashamed you know, to buy Uh, a uh, uh You know, a uh, uh, wealthy man about town. Yes. Uh, you know, mixing it up a bit. Oh, so okay, maybe, not, those,
7: wealthy. Those maybe not wealthy. Those big Mothman bucks to get. I think. Captain oh. Crunch, or no, yeah, Cabin Crunch.
5: Cabin right?
4: Crunch. Yes. And, oh, maybe they got pulled it,
6: out of did, Mothman's.
4: Uh... Don't say that. That's not right. So wait, wait. Did you, you get
7: you, the peanut butter or is it regular?
4: Regular. Regular. Yeah, yeah. Baby steps. Baby steps. That's <laughs> you what. Know. But listen, don't you think that uh, the eligible <laughs> he's
7: ready for the peanut butter.
4: <laughs> the eligible ladies around town are going to say that goes the Mothman
5: guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, when they when they find out I, I work at the Mothman Museum. Yes. The first thing they they ask is, uh, "Where's the county line, and how quickly can I get?" Oh, there? come on,
4: Switchy, stop picking on my friend Switch. Look, and then the other one can say, "Yeah," and he loves Captain Crunch, right?
5: I, I suppose it's okay, uh, all right. you okay. know not too many people know yet. I mean, this is the first place that <laughs> announced it, so
4: just kind of tap dance here, Uh Switchy. So anyway, so uh, so you had a bowl of uh, how many bowls? Two. No, I had one. Really? Had, yeah. you know, what kind of milk? I to paste myself. <laughs> two, two, two percent milk. Yep, Two percent milk. Coffee.
5: I made some uh, hot black coffee. Yeah. Okay. Right.
1: Okay. Hmm. I can't do two percent milk with cereal. I have to have. Four you have milk. to have real two.
4: milk in cereal. Me too. Me too. Yeah. As we were driving along Route One today in Raleigh, you know, there's, those two, there's two diners like right next to each mm-hmm. other and one of them said, um, "Biscuits and gravy." And, of course, Lois is – one the uh, one? No, no. This is on the side. It's up near Governor Dumbbell up near that part of the oh, world. Governor,
1: Governor, Governor Dumbbell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um,
4: – The Governor's Academy now. As, yeah. They, call, right. they took, they the, took dumb, the word dumber out, dumber out, of, it. out of it. Um out of it. As we're going by, you know, Lois is going to usual 95, so we couldn't stop. <laughs> you know, but I'm going to go back there. So that place, I don't know why. <laughs> she, thinking, she does drive fast. She, yeah, she, she, I don't know. <laughs> Tell it to the police.
1: Um, she should have bought my challenger. Oh, no, 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 no,
4: no. However, anytime, any time, maybe the three times that we've been stopped by law enforcement with her behind the wheel, she, without acting, she just automatically cries. Okay, just like, and the cops, you know, a couple, it's worked a couple times, hasn't quite worked uh, a couple times. But then she goes. Well, in, when you say
1: it hasn't quite worked, where'd she get it? Just a warning, right?
4: No, no, no. Always been, a, 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 yeah, just a warning twice. And then, mm.
1: and then... And nothing those other times.
4: No, no, twice, got a ticket, and then went, and uh, how you can, um, you know, kind of... Go yeah. to the magistrate. Yeah, you know. go to the magistrate and give you a side of the story. She goes in there and cries. And, and um, you know, got off. one time I went in with... A, I felt he cut this out. So uh, we go in, right? <laughs> and and this is... It
1: doesn't show a little skin or anything like that. No, 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 wait, wait, hang on. ahead <laughs> is. All up.
4: right. Okay. And uh, we go in. And... Um, <clears throat> They say to me, "It's an empty courtroom, but it's big," and and, and the guy says to me, "You can sit in the back row, but you can't talk. You know, to your wife, right? Okay." So they bring her down. She's at one table, and the prosecutor, who's a cop, is at another table, and there's uh, like a judge, magistrate, what do you want to call? So I can't really hear them, you know, but I see the cop like all of a sudden he's running around, he's looking through. Draws. Kleenex. He's over here, yeah. yeah, and he finds a box of Kleenex and puts it in front of Lois. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It took about thirty seconds after that. You know, slow down, Lois. Wow. Yeah. So what anyway, worked for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know no. about you. I don't know. You look good in orange, there, Switchy. So, you know, uh, the best one I Ray. got out of just oh. real quick. Go ahead. On the
6: motorcycle, going like a an animal, and four lane traffic. The guy shoots through three lanes to hit me going in the opposite direction. Really? Yeah. Huh? And catches me doing like ninety and a thirty. Go
2: ahead.
6: And I figure he hasn't. He, he got nothing. So I, I pull right over. I'm like, yeah, sure. What do you got? And the, and he hands me the ticket, for ninety and a thirty. And um, ninety and a thirty, right. folks. So he says, uh, you know, blah 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 blah. Give me the high time. So I said, all right, well, you know, uh, where's the court? I'm gonna go fight this in court and everything. So where were you? In um, I was in Methuen. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You'd I was think, on the low Lawrence Boulevard,
4: which yes, is you know. I think they'd want to let you out of there as yeah. soon so as possible. So
6: anyway, I I go to the see the magistrate and it, where that that was, it, right was, down like, there. Okay. it was like it was you're in the courthouse. You go down this little yes, stairway to nowhere, and you go in this little tiny office, which you know was the size of this studio, nothing uh-huh. fancy. And I sit down with the guy. He's a big, overweight guy, and he's like, he looks at me, he goes, yeah. <laughs> You, you, you're going to defend against this one? Yeah. Like, come on. And I'm like, well, you know. bad when
4: the judge last year. And second. I'm like,
6: look, he, he was shooting through three lanes of traffic. Go through, ahead. And medium traffic, according to the cop. And he hits a motorcycle through that. I'm like, come on. That's ridiculous. Yes. He's like, no, no, I think we, this is going to have to go to a judge. So I said, mm-hmm. all right, look, could you do me a favor? He's like, yeah, what's that? I said, I lost my copy of the ticket. Could you make me a copy? Could you say, that for me, so I have a copy? Go ahead. And he says, yeah, sure. So he gets up, and he walks right outside the door. Yes and right three feet away from the door is the xerox machine yes he puts my ticket in closes the top hits the button comes walking back in and hands me the copy yes he never took the original out of the machine yes so we we talked for a couple more minutes and then he goes down he starts looking through the door and i go okay thank you very much he goes all right i'll see about scheduling the thing i walk out i open the thing i grab the ticket out of the machine close the door and i walk out (laughs) never heard
4: boo again Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Someone should put that in a book. <laughs> wow we Wow. Okay, that's cool, man. I mean, I've... Uh, and, you, know, you know, you take them the way you get them, you, you know. know I, you know, there's no UFOs involved. But when I got out of college, I had $5,000 worth of parking tickets. From, escape
1: justice. Yeah,
4: from parking in front of Emerson Film School for two years. And and they would... It was crazy. They did it to kind of catch her. You know, I never paid. And then I had to move back to the state. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> a relative called a friend and... With a push of a button and like a bottle of Sagram's, they're gone, you know, which would have been a lot because I would have uh, had to uh, retake my driver's license oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So no one wanted that. Anyway, uh, so anyway, somebody
1: – some somehow all your tickets got expunged? Yes. Yeah, all the pockets. Disappeared tickets. or they were uh... – Somebody put them down and never They're found them. again. Yeah, they just or yeah. Something? Yeah,
4: they put them down. They fell on the floor and they were never found. <laughs> they
6: anymore. went underneath something, and when they take the cornerstone they of
4: the that building, that or
1: everything else is.
4: This guy was, I'm sure, Evan involved. Is probably on to the great beyond. But this guy was an ex motorcycle cop, kind of in our area, and yeah. he worked for the registry. And then he got in an accident, so he was desk duty, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, you know how things were back then. You know, if someone knows someone, and uh, yeah, it literally took a bottle of. Um, Cheves really which um, Push. they uh, you know, put at his mother's house, and everything was cool. So, thank you wherever you are, officer. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll tell you what. Why don't we do? Why don't we take a break now? All right? Think that's a good idea? Cool. Sure. Okay. And I'm looking at you, L, as if you would know. Yeah, no? like like I like my opinion you counts. The, <laughs> you feel the pulse of the show? You're clever, isn't you? the club is not Uh alright So why don't we uh, take a quick break now, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Macaloney's military Tracks show here on the
3: Distant Thunder. Radio network. uh Stay tuned. Hawk Hunter, the Wingman, has finally rid the world of its worst ever supervillain, Victor Robotov. But in Mac Maloney's latest book, War of Dragons, we learn the maniacal terrorist ghost still haunts our battered, devastated planet. In War of Dragons, book 22 in Mac's best selling Wingman series, Hawk and his united American allies uncover Victor's bizarre plot from beyond the grave. The super-terrorist hid six nuclear bombs around the Mediterranean before he died, knowing their detonation will empty out the Great Sea and cause a worldwide catastrophe. Guarding these weapons of mass destruction, he's left behind a family of ferocious air dragons, eternal aerial sentinels that will stop at nothing to protect their late master's unthinkable secrets. sailing aboard their gigantic aircraft carrier, the USS USA. Hawk and the United Americans must battle their way across the Mediterranean, slaying these dragons in hopes of beating Victor's allies to the nukes' secret locations before time runs up. If not, then the world will face a very nasty, very watery Armageddon. It's Game of Thrones meets Top Gun in Wingman 22, War of Dragons, by Mac Maloney. On sale now on Amazon.
4: of well, Bill and Tracks our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Very quickly, the Posse Girls. Famous one, one is here. Very famous, sorry.
1: Hello, girls. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. It should be fun tonight. Are uh, pretty- there with us? Stay to the end because there's always a punchline towards the end, isn't there, man?
4: Uh, we hope so. <laughs> no cocoa tonight out saving the planet. However, for Switchblade Steve Waters here, national correspondent, down there in West Virginia.
6: Switchy. I think he's on uh, the is mothman he a, took a he break. On break. <laughs> yeah.
4: Does that thing talk? Doesn't the
6: mothman <laughs> look like it's <laughs> like I just Steve I'm locked up in his house. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I wanna fly free. I'm
6: attracted to the light.
4: <laughs> anyway, well we're waiting for switch. Uh, Raven, uh, good uh, a good friend up there in sideways and Yacht. Raven, how are you tonight?
7: Hello, my friends. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Okay.
4: How's the hairdo? The do now looks kind of mysterious, especially with the clouds.
7: yeah. It's, it's super dark in this room tonight for some reason. Yes, but yes. there's a there's a little little bun up here. Oh, it is a fun um, night. Fun night. Yeah, you know, it is what it is.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, how's Lonely Larry these days? I haven't talked to him.
7: Let me think. When was the last time I saw him? I think it was a few weeks ago. We <laughs> went to um, there's a coffee shop that opened up oh. up up. Uh, the road aways. And, uh, you know, that was interesting. Yeah, And um, we always. went to a bookstore and then a little brewery. And then hmm. they got a, what's the chicken things that people get?
4: Chicken, chicken dinners. Ch- chicken dinners? Okay. Winner, uh-huh. yeah. winner, 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 chicken LL dinner. LL and chicken Mr. Nuggets.
7: Raven got chicken dinners. Chicken dinners. So. Okay.
4: To go. What you the last time For- I saw him? Hmm. He sent me a t-shirt. I still haven't been able to figure out. It says on it. A great day, but not now. What is it? Do you have any idea what that means? A great day, but not He gave
7: not- one to Mr. Raven. What is it? I had I had a great day, but today wasn't it or something <laughs> yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Right. Something like that.
4: <laughs> yeah, okay.
7: Is it a bright, like, neon colour? It's very creature? bright, yes,
4: exactly. Very bright, yeah. neon color. Right, okay. So I haven't responded to him because I don't want to reward that kind of behavior, frankly. He's always like mailing me, like, really crazy stuff. Like, a, a, a really nicely framed picture of Orrin Hatch, who was some politician from Utah. I, I, I don't I just don't get the humor. You know has I
7: mean? he has he reached out uh questioning the shirt?
4: No, no, I'll have to get yeah, no, no. Gonna I, say, I, that's he's probably
7: gonna gonna uh, strong strong arm you against yourself.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah right knowing him yes. I still have the case I maybe mean, kind of once with five dimes taped on it. And that was it. I was supposed to get is, is that a joke? It's a pretty update the
7: wrong person. I yeah. don't know.
4: <laughs> Alright, here's Switchy. Hey, switch, what'd you what you do? Go eat another bowl of Captain Crunch? Because oh. he's not hooked up yet. He's not there. That wasn't the punchline. Switchy. Yeah. We've been on the air for five minutes there, bro. what you have? Another oh, really? you have another bowl? Of the crunch? No, I don't. No.
6: no. We, we thought you thought the uh, Mothman did something nefarious with you because he was standing there grinning
4: yeah. while you were gone.
5: No, actually, I control the Mothman, and it's- if I or I haven't take care of my enemies these days. Or does he control you?
4: Look. So, anyway, um, we're going to talk about AI tonight, artificial intelligence. Craig Master is going to be joining us in a little while. Um, I've mentioned before that I you know, usually read um, two or three AI stories uh, during the week. Uh, a lot of them are kind of boring. You can tell that some of them.
1: duck a Dunkin' Donut story.
4: Did, you, did I send that to you? We yeah, I love that. Dunkin' Donuts. Now
1: look at this is really I off the new. Dunkin' Donuts was Did you hear the news? A sham operation the last, I don't know, twenty years. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: but aren't they ever? And here's a, here's another thing. I don't know if it was in that story or not. So Dunkin' Donuts everyone knows it, but they used to have really great homemade donuts. Now they're frozen, processed. It's like it's horrible. But the latest is they're gonna start selling alcoholic Dunkin' Donuts yeah. cans of stuff. Yeah. You know, the coffee brews Yeah, coffee brews and, yeah, coffee brews oh, okay. and uh, we booze.
7: We used to and- do that when I worked there way, 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 way back really? in the day. They had the culottas. They were like the fruit ones. Yes,
4: yes. And right. on a
7: late night, we would just, you know, put a little, little in- rum and put it in a culotta and mm. mix it up and have a nice little, you know, blast on groovy little time yeah oh. yeah
4: yeah what was the one that was kind of like coffee it was kind of chocolatey coffee i had one that was more caffeine and i felt like i was blasting off of the moon so if you put a little like an espresso yeah like that yeah it was like but it was almost like a milkshake it literally was a milkshake so
7: that's the cool out. i don't um, know if they're still called that i haven't worked there in quite some time but it's all like sugar so, so that's the, all that it is
4: the, yeah oh yeah 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 to get you high as hell and and now they're going to start selling booze in there. It, it, it's so far away. they it gone, called Dunkin'
1: um, Spiked or something like that? Yeah, yeah, Duncan Spiked.
2: Yeah. So
4: how, how much slower so is, the is the drive-through going to be? Yeah, the drive-through is going to be mobbed with drunk <laughs> people. But, but they got to got to show a <laughs> driver's they doing, license. like a
7: coffee stout type huh? of thing?
4: Yeah, no, no. It's in cans and bottles, cans and bottles. But you you will be able to buy it at your local DD. So I don't know. they like now they're going to be like a bar or something crazy it's stupid
7: yeah that's all the dunkin donuts needs yeah. i can tell you some horror stories of really? working there tell us night.
1: Tell I'd us. like to hear some of those yeah because, tell us uh, why not i used to be a big fan of dunkin donuts me I, too I, I used to drive cross not cross country but across many states on one trip just for fun
2: yeah and i,
1: I always wanted to see if i okay. could hit every dunkin donuts <laughs> on the map on my on my travels even if they were like three in one town Oh wow! Really? I yeah, that's... crazy. One time when she was with me on one of these trips, and <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, take Duncan trips. Doing? You just had a coffee five minutes ago. That's why he needs another one.
4: Switch. You know what we're talking about? Duncan Donuts. Yeah, you know. Okay, so they're done. They're everywhere now. I'm assuming, right? And they like, It's well, not named
1: after a guy named Duncan, by the way. No,
4: it is. Not I
5: went down to Huntington. Yes, to go see a movie last night. Uh, and I, I saw Dunkin' Donuts down there. I don't see too many around uh, yeah, here. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. I, I actually saw the latest Tom Cruise movie, oh, oh, Mission okay. Impossible.
4: Really? All right. Just, just, just give us a grade, A through D. Uh, a. Really? Yeah. Mm, they they yeah, said it's yeah. not as bad as the good. the old older ones. Yeah. They said it's not it's not that bad, right? Would you say?
5: It, it was. Uh, I think it was. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, uh, mission impossible ethan goes hawaiian or something That's like that okay. it's only part one i mean it was a super long flick so now pot, i don't know part two might be like a day and a half when it comes out
4: pot, it's a part one really it's a two yeah pot? part
5: one yeah they had uh, several uh sort of cliffhangers unresolved parts mm-hmm. and I, I kept waiting i kept thinking okay here's where they could have the cliffhanger nope, nope. another five ten minutes here's where they could have the, the cliffhanger another half hour man I thought I was going to, uh, you know, hit yes. my second retirement by the so,
4: time it was done. So was
5: the was the theater crowded? No,
1: no. Oh, okay, because that's you, you know Cruise Monday wants... night in the middle of nowhere. Okay, all well, right. It's not in the middle
5: of nowhere, but it's been out for a while. You
1: know, nothing. Can so it's be... called Dead Reckoning Part One. That's it. Right. That's
4: it. Right. And he's well, uh, he Part does... Two coming
1: out. I have no idea. Who knows?
4: He probably doesn't even know the tooth. But doesn't he go Jeez. off? There's uh, those those uh, stunts he does himself, which is insane. Because they're on YouTube and they're showing them. Doesn't he go off a cliff or something? the parachutes like Double Oh
5: Seven. Yeah, but that's that's going to be, some of that's going to be CGI or you know well, they some, get... some person that they, is expendable. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got a trailer out
4: showing the, how they the did. Talent, it. yeah. How they did it, and it, and it looks like Tom Cruise. But it or, it just... was
5: it was a, it was a great flick. I mean, mm. it, you know, you're just going for the action, the car chases, and the yeah, uh, yeah. the the MacGuffin is kind of uh, it's kind of interesting, you know. But it's just in a backdrop. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, every once in a while you get a little bit of dialogue. They kind of explain a few things. And then there's more chases, Stuff. more yeah. beatings, more, more bad guys and, yeah, yeah. and good guys fighting.
4: I mean, some of the early ones, they're just incomprehensible. The plot is <laughs> well, just. Well,
5: the, the, the first one. Listen, I bad. actually, it's just I'm surprised that I went to go see Another Mission Impossible. I hated the first one. Mm. They made Jim Phelps a bad guy. And I thought, you bastards! And so I wouldn't, I didn't, didn't, didn't go to any of them for decades.
4: Okay, well, huh? Uh, Jim Phelps was uh, a good guy on the show, right?
5: Yes. Yep. Okay. He was
4: the boss. Was that? Oh, that's right. Okay. Was that Peter Graves or uh, yeah, Leonard Nimoy? P- Peter Graves.
5: Peter Graves, and yeah. there was somebody else too. There was. They switched off the, halfway through. The, the first, uh, the first season was uh, Stephen Hill. Stephen,
4: Stephen Hill from Lauren yeah. Order. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so uh, Leonard Nimoy was on that show twice as long as he was on Star Trek. Was that right? So he was on that show four years. Three I, I years don't know. I,
5: didn't wa- I mean, I watched the show every once in a while, but I, I didn't. Uh, you no, know.
4: He, he came off. He went on when Ma-
6: uh, Martin Landau, and Barbara Bain right. came right. off.
4: Barbara Bain. Remember her? Sure. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, so it looks like our guest is here. So why don't we take our commercial break now? And we'll be right back. After let me this. say one
1: thing about Dead Reckoning, okay? Go Part ahead. 2. Yes. Comes out June 2024, barring any delays from the current sh- uh, strikes. strikes.
4: It must be shot. They must have shot two, one long movie at once, which is smart, and then you know, cut it in half. Yeah. Did you see Top Gun 2, Switchy? Yeah, excellent. Uh, it's, it's,
5: th- al- it's almost a perfect film. Don't say that. Do I, do I have to drive down <laughs> there and slap you, just <laughs> slap you around? Slap you and your I'm cats around? Who's not, doesn't get all excited to go see a, a Tom Cruise film normally. But uh, this is uh, Mac, A is A. The thing is what it is. Reality is reality. What? And I am an objective reporter here. <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah. Wow, take that, Mac. Said the person with the Mothman shower carton behind him. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, 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 that's right. Just destroy the uh, illusion. Yeah. I'm the guy that controls Mothman to take care of my enemies. Really? People yeah. that
1: slight me. Okay. Uh-huh. No. Uh, See, there's going to be some retribution, that, Mac. That, that, Top movie,
6: that Top Gun movie is on MGM Plus or whatever, it's which is part of the, one of the cable packages I have. And Elf. it's on all the time.
4: El's wife is watching. And I you know, Top I come Gun home tonight. like
6: I'll probably tonight I'll come home she'll be from watching the show it. and she'll be halfway through watching Top Gun again. And she's watched it six, seven times minimum. And I'm like, Okay, well, if she you like it, it, it huh? God bless her, you know. I mean this is this, about, what is it about it that you want I, to I, I do? Don't, don't get into that. That's Mac after Doc. She just likes the movie, <laughs> I don't know. I mean when she when she latches onto something, she just, you know when she I latches.
5: Okay, Al. By I the thought... way, we're getting close to the Christmas season. Yeah, you know even oh we're man, we're going to get more. We're going to get ones where you know I love the ones where Santa's on a bender. You know, and they <laughs> get him over again to save Christmas, or you know, get him off the cocaine again. Santa's, those oh, those, are, those, but those are the are most all...
1: Cocaine the Santa
7: ones are the... Did you
1: stop Billy Bob Thornton in this one too? Well, yeah, what else is he doing?
5: <laughs> all right, listen. Let me do this.
4: Isn't the guy used to walk around with what's her name's blood around his? Yeah. He had a vile. Angelina
6: Jolie's blood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He always looked like an (laughs) written to me. He always looked like he was not healthy. He's
1: disgusting.
7: (laughs) I loved him.
1: (laughs) He's great Great. in Goliath. You got to watch Goliath if you haven't seen it.
4: Goliath is David in Goliath? He plays Goliath?
1: No, this is a. It's a. Billy Bob Thornton is a uh, ex big shot in the the big shot law firm. Oh, okay. Okay. He's uh, a little bit down and out. He's going to. Climb, got to climb up the ladder in the weirdest way possible.
4: Okay, cool, huh? Well, Remember, a sling blade. You like, should sl- have been sling blade. blade. Yeah, really, yeah. Switchblade, Right. Why don't you do that? On that? No. Why don't we, do that? That, no. uh, why don't we uh, take a break now? And you're listening to McElhone's military Center Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned.
0: UFOs are found in Renaissance art, on ancient coins, and etched on cave walls. They are even reported in the Bible. But more surprising is when UFOs are seen the most in times of war. Through centuries, thousands of UFO sightings have been made by high ranking officials, military pilots and ordinary soldiers. Often these fantastic appearances occur at the height of great battles. From World War I to D-Day to Korea, Vietnam and beyond, military investigators are baffled. Why do UFO sightings spike so drastically during wartime? Could it be mistaken aircraft or is someone or something looking in on us? In UFOs in wartime, what they didn't want you to know, Mac Maloney chronicles centuries of these incredible sightings and tries to solve the puzzle of why so many UFOs are seen while humanity is at war. Read about the scare ships, the ghost planes, and the ghost rockets, alien giants in the jungles of Vietnam, UFOs controlling our ICBM bases, dogfights with flying saucers during the Gulf War, and more. 300 pages of unbelievable stories, along with many startling photographs. That's UFOs in Wartime, What They Didn't Want You to Know, by Mac Maloney. On sale at your local bookstore or on Amazon.com.
4: On the radio network, this is Mac Maloney Wanwan Show. We have you tonight. Very quickly, girls, very famous Wanwan is here. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Also, girls, Coco is not here. But, girls, Switchblade Steve Wood is here, national correspondent down there in uh, West Virginia.
5: Great to be here tonight, Mac.
4: Where are the cats? So I can yell at them.
5: Well, uh, I. They're lurking, (laughs) you can be sure, or sleeping. That's four all they people work or sleep or eat.
4: Four people on the screen started looking around for their cats. That's not good. <laughs> but I'm in the studio, so my cat's <laughs> not here. Four and a half. Uh also with oh that uh, voice you heard is uh Al Ronaldo, UFO mechanic. How? Oh. Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. And get away. Hey, okay, my Raven. cat's on here. So, yeah. Okay. Um so uh and also uh, with us is our uh, good friend up there in Sideways, in New York. Uh still kind of uh, bothered by the Canadian smoke. Raven is with us, Raven.
7: Hello, my friends. Thank you for having me. I don't know where my cat is currently. You don't,
4: that's good. So She's uh, probably lurking. Do you dislike Canadians now because they've been bugging you with your...
7: With, no, I'd, with I don't know. Smoke. move up to Canada. It's too hot here. I need to go <laughs> oh,
2: really?
7: further oh, really? north. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the heat. I can't tolerate it at all. I need hmm. to live in a little icicle.
4: Wow. And you live up in hmm. upstate New York and you're saying climate change is making it warmer. Is that what you're saying?
7: That is a really good... Um, uh, Hot take hot Let's day. put it that way okay, That right
4: is up. a hot take uh, We have a guest tonight Did I introduce everyone? Um, Greg Maston. Greg, how you doing? Video game good. designer, producer <laughs> Man good. on
8: the I'm way happy up Happy to be back here
4: Don, uh, you're in Charlotte, right? Kind of in Charlotte?
8: A uh, uh, little east I'm uh, actually closer to Raleigh
4: Okay And um, when does college football start down there? Or is it already started? Oh,
8: uh I uh, know I already know they're doing uh, scrimmages, but uh, last week of August, I think right around august thirty first, I think uh, funny enough uh, state NC State, who's nearby opens up against Yukon,
4: uh, really. Yeah. So everything is it just nuts there every Saturday? I mean, just in that area, it's gotta be there's so many colleges down there that play.
8: on a yeah, high level. it is co- it is college basketball country, but slowly, especially with all of the realignment. I think uh, the football fans are getting a little more rabid. We don't really know. Okay. What's going to happen to the ACC in five, ten years? Because yeah, yeah. uh, Florida State wants out. UNC is trying to flex their muscles now, so we'll see. But yeah, it's a big college sports town.
4: Yeah, not to mm. not to speak you know, sports, but isn't like the Pac-10 down to like two or something like that? I read that the other day. They're losing two or four. Or yeah,
8: however many. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: it's got to be about money, but I can't figure it out. You know, I, well, I
8: I, you've seen those football stadiums. Uh, it's it's a it's a football team with a, col- a college education on the side. Yeah, so. there you know, okay. <laughs> you know,
4: and, 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 and no it what it is And, and no nothing to the NFL. They literally have their minor leagues paid for. Right. They don't have to pay for those guys, which is amazing. Anyway, we're not talking about sports. Uh, so um, just uh, give us a, a thumbnail version of what you do. Right.
8: Yeah, of that. course. I know it's uh, uh, changed over time. I'm uh, over at a company called Insomniac Games. Uh, I am an outsourcing project manager uh, with them. Um, I'm currently working on the uh, Spider-Man 2 game uh, yes. coming out this October. So uh, right now I kind of manage uh, the day-to-day with our outsourcers as well as our uh, internal teams uh, to make sure assets and pipelines come in on time uh, for the game.
4: Wow, huh? So, so last time you were on, you couldn't tell us when the game was coming out, but now you've let it slip. It's coming yeah. out in October.
8: Correct, because now, now that the world now that the world knows, I can say because you can yeah, running really on YouTube. Oh, really, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, yep, so, so we haven't released yep.
4: How many years <laughs> in development was this? Would you say?
8: Um, can't really reveal when it started, but it's been uh, multiple years. I've only been on the uh, project a year. I've only been with the company. Come, I'm coming up on my one year actually, uh, mid September. Okay, and, uh, it's been a lo- long, long production process. Okay,
4: say. So, so more than a motion picture because a, a movie usually takes about a year and you know a few months oh, yeah. you know okay so I, I, so is is the payoff going to be do you know what i mean bigger than a new spider-man movie coming out
8: well we're trying to we are definitely trying to get in the uh running for game of the year um mm-hmm. the insomniac spider-man games uh before before uh the peter parker one, the miles morales one uh, were received very well very mm-hmm. popular this is definitely the largest game i've ever worked on um there is a lot of uh hype and popularity around it so yeah yeah obviously you know you know personally to myself and my many co-workers actually we're hoping it is that has that uh impact that success yes, uh, yes. that will obviously help us all out um but yeah we you know we have some uh, big time competition this year uh in the games industry so we're, but we're hoping uh everyone's expectations are met and more
4: yeah right huh so so what what is your uh, target audience what age is your target audience or do you know is it does it is it is it all ages.
8: Uh, a bit all ages. Um, you know, the game, obviously, uh, there is violence in it. Not like gore or anything like that, but mm-hmm. you're kind of typical comic book, uh, kind of like PG, PG-13 violence as well. Right. Um, but because Spider-Man is such a large, just gigantic property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the first games uh, where people really enjoyed our unique, uh, sorry, Insomniac's unique story on it um you know they're hoping uh that we can kind of capture that magic further especially now as you'll see in the trailer we've introduced uh venom who's a very Mm. very popular character so folks seeing that and uh our take on that will be uh very interesting
4: so so i i kind of believe just one last question about this is i kind of believe that there's going to be close contact between you and marvel your company and marvel right i mean everyone has to give thumbs Mm. up on it right
8: Yep. Well, Insomniac is also um, we're we're owned by Sony, and Sony does own that uh, Spider-Man property. Now, that being said, that have, answers you know, that. Yeah, does have a say I know it's a Spider-Man. It's it's unique to, uh at the moment. Whereas Disney uh, owns kind of the rest of the Marvel properties, but you know the two companies work. Uh, they have a you know good relationship now with uh, how they want Spider-Man portrayed. Sure. Yeah. Um, so there might be some things um, we'll need to do, and especially if there's any kind of usage um but they've been a great partner and they've seen the success that insomniac has done with the first two games do you think spider-man
4: um, so, is bigger than superman popularity wise
8: Ooh, tough co- i think it depends on the medium i think in games absolutely yeah, uh yeah. unfortunately superman has had awful video games yeah, one yeah, of the funny. worst all time in the n64 days uh back then where he had a cool. terrible terrible game <laughs> um co- comics i guess it depends on who you ask i know marvel and dc have uh very strong opinions um yeah
2: yeah
8: you know depending on uh which way you fall there um uh, was it nether realm did a nice take where uh they had the fighting game injustice i think mortal Kombat meets uh dc comics but okay. uh that had spider-man as uh, an antagonist because he uh pretty much lost faith in humanity so oh wow huh? him too huh wow. but he still had uh you know that so there were kind of those sides and yeah spoilers batman was of course on the other side but yeah, yeah, um, you yeah. know supergirl came back and they had a really interesting take on it, but right. I'd say in the game space, definitely Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, the others, well, the movies. I hate to say it. I think Sp- not hate to say it because I love Spider-Man, but for any DC fanboys, yeah, uh, Spider-Man's kind of been holding that down in theaters, both animation and yeah, live
4: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. DC. I don't know why. I mean, it was you know bragging, uh, uh, quarreling about Christopher Nolan, you know, filming uh, Oppenheimer, but he he felt he filmed those bad Batman, Superman, Fighting Age on the movies, right? Didn't they? <laughs> I mean come on, this thing uh it for
8: no a that that was uh, Snyder had uh at okay. least Justice League. Now Nolan had the um was it Batman Begins, uh the one with the Joker and uh the third one. Mm-hmm. So no Nolan's kind of in his own uh universe there.
4: But none of those movies were any good though. See that's what I, that's what always bugs me in, in my mind because I Batman I,
8: begins was good. we are you talking about? Who oh, when? No, no Nolan's ba- Batman were good. The really? ones yeah. after that with Ben Affleck as Batman were different. Well, no okay. that All was
4: right. Good. W- 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 which one was Mr. Freeze and? Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm going way, oh, way back, going,
5: right? Oh, man, that goes way back. Yeah.
8: Yeah, that wasn't, I don't it's think Batman. it was t- Tim Burton, but I know okay, yeah, yeah. Tim Burton was the, I think uh, that 88 one, but yeah, the that one wasn't too great either.
4: But don't you think, I mean, it's funny that that, that Spider Man has, has lasted as long because he's a kid, you know what I mean? Or if you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I read him when I was a kid, but of all those comics, he's the one who kind of survived. You know, he's the one who people, you know, keep um you know falling in love with let's say you know especially hollywood
8: well well especially to uh with what they've done with miles morales the whole appeal is anyone can be behind the mask and spider-verse with all these different versions mm. well, you know it's not just peter parker anymore any you know they had a spider-man india who's extremely popular and they have spider gwen who's instead this time it's gwen stacy is spider woman
2: so
8: mm-hmm. um there's just a le- and it's not just hey slap this person's name and they're the new spider-man or spider-woman they actually have Unique fleshed out backstories and uh-huh. looks. So everyone kind of has their pick of like, oh, I actually like uh, this universe of Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely found ways to innovate.
4: That's amazing. So, anyway, so, um, you know, we wanted to talk to you tonight about AI, okay, artificial intelligence. And very just quickly, I you know, every once in a while i read a story about AI uh, during the week. And it just seems to me, and I probably saw this to you before, it just seems to me like it's one big FAQ, you know, the, the accumulation of human knowledge that's just going to be spit back to you when you ask a certain question it doesn't think for itself does it
8: well you're also looking at as just stuff like a chat gpt or uh, a mid-journey from the art side because obviously ai in general you know we have computer languages we have things yeah we've used game engines and movies and all that Mm -hmm. but the ones that are kind of talking back like the chat gpt or any kind of those um chatbots they are you know developed um As far as we know, they're not self-aware yet. Obviously, there were um, some stories I know last year of uh, someone kind of getting a horrifying uh, response from them.
2: Right. Sure.
8: Um, Yeah. But that that language and it is getting, you know, it is being programmed by someone or a team. So Mm -hmm. we have to keep in mind uh, with these technologies, uh, even if they may not become self-aware, obviously, there is a team or an individual that has programmed it a certain way, because we all have our biases or opinions on something. So it can kind of come up there.
4: But when you ask um, AI a question, okay, you mentioned it was a chat bot or whatever it was. I asked, I went in there once and and get, you know, they gave me three different answers. So you ask them a question and and the answer comes, I mean, that isn't a bunch of people sitting there saying, send that answer to him. It's got to be some kind of algorithm, right? That says, okay, these are the three best answers. To your question but it's 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 only because you know I, I keep saying this because all that accumulated knowledge is out there and and and, and it's able to kind of pull in stuff to answer a question
8: right yep and we yeah, and we've seen that just you know where ain't think about it, even just using a search engine with google just it's able to get those results instantaneously mm-hmm. in this case it's talking back to you i remember i think last i spoke to you i quickly asked it hey write me um a synopsis for a wingman novel right yeah um but but it interpreted it as a wingman like a wingman to a club or a party like yeah yeah a guy who goes around with and his not, friend not the, know, pick up chicks. yeah right yeah okay
2: that
4: was great
1: but, but make sure one one is in it too that he's yeah, having uh right. amorous adventures uh alongside his uh being a, a wingman sideman there you go okay <laughs> a wingman
8: wingman how about that
1: so, and have so, it, have it on my desk by tomorrow, and uh, all of a sudden okay. the printer will go off and uh yeah. probably
8: have it if i by if I log on probably in the next five minutes. Don't say that
1: it's <laughs> a nightmare I mean, Alexa is already giving us information, and uh, she's and the, the, my Alexa woke up already just by mentioning her name, right, but gives you stuff in a in a microsecond, okay. Uh, yeah, that is uh, that is, is fascinating. Way yeah. That,
4: that is, I mean, uh, Alexa is a fascinating thing when you think about it. You know, it is. Uh, you just say the name of a song into it, and boom, and there's the song. I mean, uh, think of how that has to, That's how many right. channels that has to go through to come back to you, and it's almost instantaneous.
1: <laughs> but anyway, so so so, Greg. So it's all about indexing. How in, how data is indexed. I remember when I worked for EMC in the old days, back in the '90s, where you had to create these indexes. To point to certain data structures and then pull it together. Now it's like, well beyond, well be well beyond that of mortal man. You talking about the
4: index cards. <laughs> so so so, Greg. So, um, what what is the idea then? What started the idea that these things would that AI, the great AI, would start thinking, you know, for itself? You know, I mean, there there has been instances, and like you say, that person last year got this like really kind of weird response, and then someone at the UN asked a robot. You know, uh, would robots ever take over the world and the robot just gave gave him the (laughs) side-eye? I mean, mean, come on. Um, So, um, you know, what's this idea that this, because there's so much knowledge there at some point, it's going to coalesce or something or whatever?
8: Uh, I think it depends. I think some, you know, we just see technology advance. I mean, you know, look where we are with like kind of Zoom and video chatting all over across the world. So, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes the intentions are, hey, what if we have this technology and we can just have this conversation with artificial intelligence or have it do something more generic. The, I think the issue comes in where uh, some folks maybe use it for exploitation. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, we all have our biases, but, you know, we see it with some of the uh, art AI. We've, you know, we don't know where they're pulling these images or these mix of images from but are they are the artists being compensated? Did they say their art could be used? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's obviously caused a lot of issues. Also, um, what they call deep fakes, where you know the images aren't real, but they just say you know put something together where yeah, you yeah. Know, allies or enemies of a country are seen together, and that can obviously yep. Know, uh, as as we've seen, it just takes one person who. Maybe they didn't do all their research, just spreads it to their millions of followers, and it goes like wildfire. Yeah, and right, right. Before anyone can think twice, you know, there's consequences then.
4: So, so, but do you think that in five years? I mean, you know, you see these deep fakes now, and you look at them, you say, "Well, yeah." To the kind of casual observer, that could be, you know. But in but because if you look at it closely, you can kind of tell. But in five years, you're not going to be able to tell.
8: No, I don't think so. And it's honestly gotten better recently. You look at when. I think Mid Journey, um, unfor- unfortunately, went put Mid Journey on the map? Uh, a painting won in a digital art competition mm, but yeah. uh, in 2022. But they just uh, kept generating different ideas until they finally went with one. And the winner, uh, to their credit, was like, I just went within your rules. And obviously, they didn't make it. They yeah. asked the program to make it. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas his argument is like, well, they have their tools like Photoshop or others to make theirs. I just i just kind of skipped the line but there were no rules stating i couldn't do that
4: yeah right so Mm a i won the wow that's that's that is a little scary i can see that you know i could see someone using that to their disadvantage to our disadvantage
8: but then you see folks like try to copycat that and then like uh, in my industry for example how people think like oh in that case you can just like really we can just automate and build an entire video game that way Mm -hmm. and and well, yes, we'd have some, maybe some automation processes uh-huh. that can make it all come together where it misses with a lot of that <laughs> is just that copywritten work. Um, it's easy, especially like in a modding community, they've taken a completed game, for example, and they, they've, they've been able to modify it, fix it, maybe put their own spin to do some improvement. Sure. Right. Um but that's after kind of years and years of development. There isn't a, and I, I think a lot of where that falls in is just people think that there's just a make video game button and they yeah, just right. lazy developers, which is just not true at all.
1: Um, I gotta say that uh, I see it as a big uh, career move for a lot of uh lawyers and uh, it's the future who specializes in <laughs> licensing and copyright. Yeah,
4: it's the future. You know, I mean, this is what's going to be. Uh, Al is um, uh, used to work for a um. A company that, when you would see like these um back in when the Red Sox started winning, there'd be these huge panoramic views of Fenway Park, mm-hmm. right? And um uh and it was a very popular company, and you ran the whatever it is, right? But it, why don't you tell us how you used to? Well, like you know, there were times early when, AI,
6: early well, you know, stuff where you know the, the the guy take the picture and the picture didn't come out as perfect as he liked because. Someone stood up in front of them or someone did something, you know, made a gesture or something. And you know, it's a once-in-a-lifetime picture. You can't go back and reproduce right. sp- some of these sports moments. They they happen and they're gone. That's so you know, we had to go in and kind of touch them up a bit to fix some of this stuff. And this is like, uh, and the, this, this goes back, you know, like the Russians, used to but
4: the pe- thing, take people out of the photograph. <laughs> right? Yeah, take someone away. Yeah, yeah, but 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 you used to. They would say cut out. That guy because he has a funny hat on. That guy because he's raising a beer, and so on. Right, correct. It's things like that are, they were blocking a
6: view. Yeah,
4: but also blocking view. You actually recreated as if Ted Williams was on the uh, on the field, right? With people around him or something. I did a lot of work on stuff like that. See, but- there's a deep fake right there. It never happened yet. Your mm. company yeah.
6: sold, yeah, they sold a bunch of them. Wow. But you know that was that's what it was. You know, and, and you know it's right, okay. a long story with that. But um, what I wanted to go on to here is I. Saw an article probably within the past week where they were saying that in India, they've started using uh, AI to generate sportscasters and uh, news presenters on TV.
2: Mm. Yeah,
4: yeah. And they
6: said they're, at this point, they're still a little choppy. But for the casual observer, there's someone delivering the news who's not real.
4: And in five years? And they it's said, yeah, and, and well it's, this you. is
6: just the beginning. So like if you have a career in broadcasting as a you know newscaster or a
4: weatherman or – they said, don't count on it for long. But but see, this is what bothers me, though. It's like, how many newscasters are there in the world when you think about it? Is it you know, on TV. Is there 5,000? 10,000?
1: You know? Who, what, it, there seem to be fewer and fewer all the time. I
4: know, but why, why do you have to, you know, why do you have to take their jobs? Why don't you take them? Because
6: out how, they're
1: expensive.
4: Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You know, they're the,
6: per- they're the face and if there's a scandal or if they do something stupid or they get pregnant oh. and got to go away for a while they're or, on. you know, they do, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. they, you know, they, if you have the AI person, they don't say the wrong thing. They don't trip right. up a word well, and they don't got to pay them to a lot who, of money. Who,
8: whoever's behind it. Yeah. you don't Right.
1: With
2: it, but,
6: yeah. but it's all prescriptive.
1: Fact check. Hey, maybe they can be president. Hey,
4: listen. Uh, remember Don
1: Christian. Don that doesn't. That doesn't fall down the stairs.
4: Yeah. That doesn't try to take over the country either. Um, Don Krishna used to put on the monkeys. Okay, basically the monkeys. I am really yeah, dating myself now, but
1: you are dating yourself. They were
4: the Beatles, you know, uh, you know, by uh, the Marx Brothers. Basically, they put them on TV, and big show it was only on for two years, but it's big because they were also had hits on the radio. So after yep. two years, the monkeys who didn't play their instruments on the record—that's how everyone found out about the Wrecking Crew—started um, to demand that they write their own songs and they wanted to play their own instruments and they wanted royalties and all this stuff. And Don Christian said, you know what, forget it. And he fired them and he started the Archies, okay? So the Archies was a cartoon, but they also had hits on the top ten and everything. And at the end, he started an interview and he says, cartoons don't talk back, okay? <laughs> they don't make demands. <laughs> right. So if you, can, if you can create something in AI which is either – a cartoon or a movie or a a fake person singing or whether or a fake actress, you know, if you can do it, you're home free. You know,
1: if you can create a Simpsons character, voiceover person and replace that out of the job. Right. Yep. Yep. Oh, that'd be getting like uh, how much per episode, a bazillion dollars per episode.
4: Yeah, I can see. Uh, So uh, Greg is AI. Is it, is it cheap? Is it inexpensive? You know what I mean? Yeah.
8: Um, I wouldn't say it's, uh, well, Inexpensive, kind of what you're deferring to, how they're trying to replace, uh, you know, humans with their jobs. Where um, we even kind of see it with uh, some of the writer strike going on, mm-hmm. and uh, not all, but like you know, maybe some companies are trying to say, like, okay, could we use AI to? The fear for a lot of the actors uh, striking, especially the ones that are right, yeah. famous. uh I was going to ask you. About. That they were looking at AI to. Uh, do background characters rather than hire a bunch of extras. Just hey, get the program, and we'll just generate a bunch of generic-looking people. We don't need to pay this person to yeah, stand yeah. in the background. We just need to pay our stars, or maybe just a couple stars at that point. Yeah, so, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You
8: know, th- there was that fear with that. We're just, you know, unfortunately, everything is a business, and yeah, with uh, whether it is kind of something like that, that that should, you know, worry some folks, should upset some folks. I feel because again. Some people get their starts that way, and it's just you know unfortunate right. that I think there was a good use at first, but a lot of it, and of course what the news is getting is a lot, a lot of it's being overshadowed with what's the negativity, mm-hmm. how are people exploiting it, and those are like you know the stories we're hearing and the things we're seeing as well.
4: Yeah, well, it does definitely have uh, a negative connotation lately. Okay, it's always AI is going to take over, AI is going to kill us. It it never really talks about how. AI could be just this wonderful thing, you know. I mean, sure, it can be, but people are afraid of it. People are getting afraid of it. I think,
8: yeah. And that's what I was referring to. Like, you know, we have, you know, we have AI. We've had chatbots since the AOL Instant Messenger days, where it could have a generic Mm. response Mm. back. Um, It's just kind of getting to the scale where I think we're just highlighting the people trying to exploit it um, a lot more. They're looking for the quick, the quick buck. Like I said, someone thinking they can just AI generate an entire Video game, and that's how they'll make millions and yes. millions of dollars, or how the, they can just make an entire animated movie or a um, book, write a book. But we we'll, we'll, and, we'll... Well, and, and a book was written, but then really? you know, uh, i love it. Saw that some of the drawings just looked very crude and yeah, yeah, sure, strange. So, you know, it could get to that point, but. Um, yeah, you know, there's a, there's that reason too, like, a, you know, you're, you know, you're an author yourself, but not, not everyone can be a writer. <laughs> no, I would love to, I think
1: AI should be focused in on benevolent projects like, uh, saving humankind. Saving yeah. I mean, animals, but how can you do that? Maybe regenerating Charlie Watts.
4: <laughs> that that would be fun. So, uh, before we have to take a break though, uh, just, um, you know, the story has been around that the. The Beatles are going to uh, Raven. The Beatles are a uh, pop group from the sixties and seventies. Uh, they're going to release. Oh yeah,
7: yeah.
4: One last song, and it's like something they found in John Lennon's, you know, top draw, and they have an AI recreate his voice or polish his voice, let's say. And and I think it's a mistake. I think it's a big mistake because. You can't recreate a Beatles record. You know what I mean? You just, you just, you, you can make something sound like it, and that's what this is going to be. And it's just going to be the first movie. of many, believe me, and not the first of many Beatles stuff, but it's going to be the first. Elvis, everyone is going to be on it. Greg, what do you think?
8: Well, like you said, you know, it, it can't, yes, it can replicate the song, but the moments people talk about, it's like, well, we were there, you know, that moment of being there live and seeing them perform on mm-hmm. a location and a venue sure someone could go in and recreate it but it's not the same you know it's still just a copy just because you can't really you can't you can't mimic that emotion with the crowd with you yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and everyone kind of like uh seeing that unique moment it can be you know it can be copied you can watch it back on video but yeah i agree it's Do-do-do-net- it's unfortunate that that's what they would decide to do yeah no um, since that's not capturing uh what what he was
4: yeah right yeah for sure well uh listen we're gonna take a break thank you greg we're gonna clap you off Hey, how about uh how about AI in sports betting? Not that we would know anything about that. But is oh any... um,
8: oh I, I'm sure there's already bots in place for that, <laughs> no, whether I'm it's sure. DraftKings, FanDuel or uh not so legal After all, it's not it's not legal here in North Carolina. Oh it's up here um, in Manson. Oh uh, but I'm am, I am positive there's already uh some bots in that that fire it off. So really? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. is it even like you know, Setting the lines doesn't isn't that how kind of Vegas just sees it? It's not like you know, just yeah. one person. They 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 take it from just kind of millions of possibilities. Right. That's how they said it. And isn't it so eerie how they're always so close always to those so over right. overs and unders.
4: Right. It's it's like bookies have time machines. How do they how do they do it? How do they do it? But they do it every time, it seems weird. So anyway. Greg, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Shout You're out correct. to Sarah Keep and up. Ollie. Happy birthday, Ollie.
1: Congratulations. Three years old. I appreciate it.
8: Thank you very much. Okay.
4: All right. Yep. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Steve.
8: Yeah. See you
1: right. to later. To
4: and uh, so, uh, why don't we take a break right now? This is Mac Maloney. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Why don't we take a break right
3: now? You're listening to Mac Maloney's Moon Dragon Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. We've all heard of Area 51, the U.S. government's top secret base in the Nevada desert. But have you ever heard of Area 52 or 53 or 54? 54? 54? How about Tanapar Test Range or the Navy's secret base inside the Bermuda Triangle? Find out about them and more in Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Did Richard Nixon show Jackie Gleason a crashed alien spaceship near the swamps of Florida? Is it true that more UFOs are seen over a small Scottish village than anywhere else in the world? And is there a secret place in Russia that some people think is heaven on earth? In Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, you'll visit more than a dozen top secret places around the globe. The haunted forests of New Jersey. A valley in Colorado where shadows come alive and humans can fly without wings. And where's the only secret base in America that's not been visited by UFOs? You've heard Mac talk all about these places on his radio show. Now you can read all about them yourself. That's Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Now on sale at Amazon.
4: Welcome back, <laughs> everyone, to Macaroni's Middle Drags, our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Macaroni. Wow, what a show. From what I can remember, it's a great show so far. Uh, and uh, it's because it's been awesome. One of the reasons is uh,
1: he's here, girls,
4: from across the puddle. Where he his won one.
1: Hello, girls. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's been a fun one so far. I'm glad to be That's here.
4: More. Let me ask
1: you this. Yeah.
4: How many times a day do you think about Lily James?
1: At least once a day. Do you really? Not, you know, not, maybe not more often than that. But at least <laughs> once a day. Yeah. How many times did do you th- probably think about Nancy Wilson? The other times of <laughs> the, the other, day. Too. The other
4: part of the day. The other twenty-three. <laughs> yeah. How many times <laughs> do you think about Prince Andrew? Who? Yeah, there you go. The perfect answer. <laughs> anyway, no cocoa tonight. Someone sent me a thing today. Who he said that he might be training Chinese pilots. <laughs> did you did you send that to me, One Someone no. said that. Uh, anyway. I'd it's I would be more inclined to believe you're training pilots. Oh, yeah, right. That, right. Well, I don't know. You never know what he's <laughs> into. Uh But our uh, national correspondent, switchblades Steve Waters here, Switchy.
5: And it is great to be here tonight.
4: <clears throat> would you ever train Chinese pilots? Yep.
5: Well, uh, if the, these were Chinese communists and our enemies, they would want me to train them. They Let's
4: were. put it that way. Okay, all right. That's a little uh, obtuse, but sounds good. Uh, that's that Captain Cunch talking. So listen, so is it still Captain, C-A-P, apostrophe, N? I L. think so. All right, L is googling it. Well, I will look for you. Okay. All right. So anyway, while we're looking that up, our favorite uh, good witch up there in Sideways, and young Raven is with us, Raven.
7: Hi, my friends. Thank you for having me.
4: But the glasses, really, the glasses, you know. We all got glasses on tonight, but you look the best.
7: I need them to see, so hmm. I mean I guess it doesn't matter how I look.
4: Have you ever got um uh have we got um contact lenses a different color than you realize?
7: No, I don't like
4: that. I saw someone once a woman, she had the brightest, greenest eyes in the world. And I was like, There's no way in the world.
7: Yeah, it's unnatural looking.
4: Yeah, it just doesn't it just looks weird. Anyway. Also with us is uh Arrow Na- Ronaldo, UFO mechanic. Hi, Mac. Have and
6: have- yes it is CAP and CAP with an apostrophe N. really yeah. Crunch. That's number 1. Number 2, um, you know, I do wear contacts occasionally. Okay. Because I'm lazy. But um, I went, walked into a police station one time to report the gates to the Amtrak weren't working <laughs> cuz some somebody was got clipped by a train. Okay. So I walk into the I walk into the police station. And there's a lady sitting behind the desk and I go, hi, listen, I want to tell you, just let you guys know that the, the tracks on Boston Road, the things yes. are just going up and down, going crazy. Yes. Yes. No train. And she stopped and looked at me and goes, are you wearing contact lenses? And I went, yeah, why? She goes, I've never seen eyes that color okay. before. Right? So she ended up going, calling other people to come out and look. She, and I, I like I didn't realize it was the color that she was. I thought she thought I was trashed.
4: Oh, listen, this is now. This has just led to <laughs> is she
6: in, coming
1: on to you, Al. Come no, not no, at no, all. no, no. You no. have to
4: wait till you hear my story. Okay, uh, Raven's Cat Friday is here. Uh, here we go.
1: Okay. Oh, look uh, at that! Cute. I don't want to
4: start a trend. He is so, so cute, isn't he so yeah. cute? <laughs> Al had to drop his car off at a mechanic's <laughs> once. Thank right. you. This is how, and. I have to drive them over, and, and we drive over to this place. It's out in the middle of nowhere, and um, there's like a motorcycle gang well, running the place. It was,
6: I dropped off a motorcycle wheel to have a tire have a out in balance. Okay, so Mac brought me to go get it. So I drop them off,
4: and, I, and, and you know, I, I want this to go quick. I got stuff to do. And I'm sitting out there for like two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Going, what could they be talking about? It's a tire. Fix it. Okay, he comes out, he gets in the car and he goes, those guys wouldn't stop talking to me. One of them said I had the nicest eyes in the world.
6: Right. <laughs> honest to God, honest to God, we, we sit in it and it's, it's a, I hate to say it, it's a Harley shop yes. and I own a bike. So first of all, I'm in alien territory here. So I go in and I'm asking you know, for the tire and one of the weirdos, one of the big fat slobs sitting hey, there day. looks at me and goes, you have beautiful eyes. And I, you know, like, how do you respond to that from this big Harley biker? And I start hearing the deliverance banjos in the background. That's what I heard. So, and and Max right there, like in the car, right outside the door. And as soon as he hears it, I see the window going up on the passenger side of the car, and I hear the doors lock. And I'm like,
4: wow, he's, he's leaving safe. me. a <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: funny. No, is. but
4: then, uh, yeah. So then he finally gets in the car. He's all, uh, yeah, I'm all you know, twisted, all goo goo eyes from this. And then like an hour later, he says, "Hey, you drive me back to <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm parking around the and <laughs> block that though. You and your buddies.
5: So yeah. you didn't say you have beautiful eyes. Too. No, no. think we'd no, still be we, there,
6: I'm telling you, I of all the things the guy could have said to me, yeah, like yeah. you drive junk or a rice burner, anything of that sort, I would have been. Totally expecting, yeah. But when this guy looked at me and said, and he was like this big, overweight Harley guy drinking a beer, drinking a Bud. Look at me. And I was like, Oh my god, what do I say to that? What do you, I, I mean, I'm trying to ignore it and talk Thanks. to the owner of the shop. Thank you. And and I'm looking out there because I'm like, if I, I bet I I can beat the guy to the car because I'm. <laughs> I know he's too fat to run. Not if Mac has already taken <laughs> oh, off, though. <laughs> and I see the window going up, and I was like, Keep up with me. Damn, Al. come on, I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble here. Wow, wow, wow.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah You're right. After. I forgot about that. That was yeah. funny. It was. Anyway, uh, wow. Well, if that stays in, it'll be a miracle. Uh, Switchy. Oh. Switchy has a rep- I've, I've uh, introduced everyone, right?
1: I think so. Close including enough. The, including the Harley guys.
4: Listen. Captain Crunch. He should call his uh, friend General Electric and they get that changed. They should call it Captain Crunch. And he was in the Navy, not the Coast Guard.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah. Okay,
4: we got to remember that. <laughs> so, Switch, you have a uh, report for us tonight? Yes.
5: I do. Okay, and let's put it's in your uh, on the grinning man. Oh, let's and, put the uh,
4: let's put the bumper in coach. here. What's that? Let's put the bumper in here. What time?
5: Oh, okay. I think I I think I can hear it off in the distance.
3: And now it's time for another story from The Lost Annals of the Paranormal. It's time for Steve Ward's Report from the Fringe. What do you have for us?
5: Now, The Grinning Man, the the source of this is a chapter in one of John Keel's earlier books. And this book is under two titles. I want to talk about this book just a little bit. Uh, If people are interested in getting into John Keel, this is one of the books I recommend to plunge into first. The original title was "Strange Creatures from Time and Space," it had a uh, a magnificent Frank Frazetta painting on the cover it has been uh, re- uh, reprinted since then in more recent years and it's called the complete guide to mysterious beings in more of a trade paper size uh the the cover isn't anywhere near as cool as the original and the thing is this is this is where john keel starts talking about window areas and trying to come to grips with why these sort of creatures out of the phantom menagerie just sort of show up and then melt away uh and uh, also it covers all kinds of uh uh, you know, wing creatures, uh, different types of Bigfoot creatures. Uh, he had a chapter, an earlier chapter on the Mothman, um, just just a whole variety. So it's a really good place to kind of get your feet wet. If you jump right into the Mothman prophecies, that's like crazy town. I mean, that's mm-hmm. when he was in the midst of all this stuff. That's the first This will kind of ease you into that. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's the first and, book uh, I
4: read was the Mothman prophecies. I was like, boom, oh, here we go.
5: Well, you got, you got to read that one, but, you know, this will help you get in. But also, uh, you may not want to start with Operation Trojan Horse. That's almost like a textbook, partly. That really gets into the nuts and bolts of how these things work and come together. Okay, The Grinning Man. And this is one of these things where, you know, possible patterns show up. It's October 1966. A bright light the size of an automobile. It nearly clips the 550-foot-tall TV tower just outside Pompton Lakes, New Jersey. This was the uh, site of the DuPont Explosives Factory.
2: Yes.
5: A police officer and his wife, they saw the object move away and vanish over the nearby hills. On the other side of the hills, there were two other patrolmen, Thompson and uh, Wester. They saw the same light at about uh, 945. The light was so bright that it temporarily uh, uh, blinded Thompson. And he really didn't get his vision back for about 20 minutes. Now, it's impossible to say whether this particular incident is connected to to this next one, but it occurred about the same time period, about 40 miles away, north of Wannekew in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh, on the same night, October 11th, at about the same time, the uh, UFO encounter, now, uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey, also had a wave of UFO sightings in the past week. Uh, two young boys, uh, James uh, Yachitis, y- y- and uh, uh, Martin Munmo, M- 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 Munnau. Martin Muldow. Okay, there you go. We'll just call them James and Martin. How's that? Uh, they were on their way home on 4th Street when their path took them to the edge of the New Jersey Turnpike. Now, this is a, a spot where, uh, I mean, there's a big fence there. Uh, you can't really get up to the turnpike. It's, just, uh, it's elevated at this point and uh, with a, a very steep incline. And uh, so the, from the busy thoroughfare down to 4th Street, it was, uh, that it was very hard to get down there. And you can't, it's very hard to get through this high wire fence. So uh, they, uh, one of them, one of the boys said they saw the strangest man they'd ever, ever seen uh, in their life. And it was under the bright lights, bright street lights. This was not in the shadows. And he, uh, James saw him first. And he was, said he was behind the tall fence. They couldn't figure out how he would have gotten there. He, was, he said he was the biggest man he'd ever seen. And uh, he, so he nudged his buddy, his buddy turned around, and he said, he just looked at us. And then he said, he grinned a big old grin. Now, this guy is over six feet tall. And uh, a few days later, John Keel and James Mosley of Saucer News and Chuck McCann, who had his own TV show in the New York area, they arrived to question these boys, and they, they separated them, spent some time talking to them, and they got more details of the incident.
2: <clears throat>
5: um, and McCain, McC- McCann rather, was about six foot two, and the boy said this thing was taller than him and much broader. And he was wearing some kind of green garment that shimmered and reflected the streetlights. He wore a wide black belt around his waist. He had a very dark complexion. Little round eyes, kind of beady eyes, they said, and they were kind of set far apart. Now, they didn't really notice any other details like like ears or nose. Uh, they didn't really see his hands or his feet. He was standing in kind of a tall grass on the other side of the fence. Now, there were incidents of violence in that area, so they didn't linger. They just got the hell out of there as quickly as they could, away from the creepy grinning man. Um, so Keel and, and the other guys and, and Mosley and so forth wondered, well, how the heck could this guy easily get behind this fence? If he was a truck driver that broke down, how did he even get down this steep embankment to this area? It just, just didn't really make sense. And the boy said that this entity, this, whatever it was, seemed to be staring at a particular house. And, uh, that, that seemed to be what it, it had fixated on. Now the grinning man theme continues at other encounters. And, uh, there are some similarities and some deviations. So, of course, John Keel mentions Indrid Cold. Now, we heard, we've heard, have talked about Indrid Cold many times. This character allegedly showed up about November 2nd. This is before, this is November 66. This is just a couple of weeks before the, the first wave of uh, Mothman sightings took place in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and the Ohio Valley. And this was uh, Woodrow Derenberger, was a, a, a appliance salesman, and uh, he was driving south on Route 77, Claimed he saw this elongated spaceship sort of shaped like an, an old-fashioned uh, kerosene chimney lamp. And it kind of nudged him over. He, he, uh, it landed by his truck. They, he uh, This guy stepped out, and he uh, uh, he had this dark complexion, uh, wearing some kind of a shimmering-like garment. Uh, now, he, he looked a little more like some of the... Uh, oh, I don't know, some of the uh, Men in Black, uh, the uh, Out of Men in Black Lord. He yes. had a dark complexion and so forth. He didn't really have the uh, the beady eyes, and the white set eyes of this other character, uh-huh. but he had this wide grin on his face, mm-hmm. and he carried on this pointless conversation with Rudro Derenberger, talking about how he came from a country much less powerful than us, and asked what, what the lights were in the distance, which, of course, was Parkersburg. So, uh, in so many of these encounters, we have the... A mind-numbingly boring conversation that really doesn't advance anything. Mm. Um, there were uh, a couple other incidents. Uh, that, of course, uh, Derenberger claimed he had more contacts with Mr. Cold, but there was uh, something that happened just before this. Uh, two men were traveling down the same highway, 77. Mm-hmm. They reported a very similar incident. And this is before Derenberger went uh, went public. and was interviewed by the police on, on television. And... Uh, <clears throat> um he uh, uh actually, I actually don't think he was interviewed he, he was interviewed by the police but then he was interviewed separately on television and it made headlines in the area um but these other two guys they didn't claim that this gentleman called himself Ingrid Cold it was the same kind of thing they had a kind of a pointless conversation this guy had a grin on his face and uh he uh the conversation ended and they they took off uh, at first they were going to come forward mm-hmm. and uh and then, and again, this is before Derenberger came up. Okay. And he, they said that, uh, okay, we're, you know, I decided not to not to do it. We just don't want to uh, come forward with this. It was just too too weird. He actually went to Mary Hire, uh, John Keel's friend and colleague first. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, you know, that scientist fella said that we should just forget about it. And John Keel said, scientist fella? What, what scientist fella? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know, he seemed to know what he was talking about. And he said, well, how did he find out about your sighting? And he said, damned if I know, because the only people he had told were Mary Heyer and John Keel. Uh-huh. And then a few months later, there was another woman across the river in Galpolis on a farm. She was coming. She was a nurse. She was coming out of her where she worked in the, in the parking lot late one night. She sees another one of these craft that come down and two men step out, very similar to Indrid and the other one. Uh-huh. And she's she's frozen in place. She can't move. And they, they talk about another I'd have another conversation with this poor lady, and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I mean, if we're dealing with entities from other worlds, boy, these guys are duller than, dumber and dumber and whats <laughs> What is what dirt. what is
4: the um what did they what's the um what's the reason that they're so uh, kind of dumb?
5: I, we, we don't know. I mean, we don't know what we're really dealing with here. Keel thought that some of these might be not not hallucinations, but illusory. It may not be real physical incidents. However, the next day, this poor lady's walking in downtown Gallup, and she sees these two guys in street clothes, and one of them nods to her like, oh, yeah, remember when we were talking to you the other night? This poor lady freaked out. Mm. She was also having bizarre, she was having cattle mutilations on her farm. Mm. Uh, they were seeing these big boxcar-like, craft flying over her farm. Typical haunting phenomena. Yes, yes. Very bizarre. And then it just goes on. I mean, uh, during the uh, the Lily family uh, on Camp Conley Road, Camp Conley was kind of the southern border of the infamous TNT area okay. where the mothman was seen initially and many times. And they, they this, uh, the young lady, uh, Linda, was the young girl. One of Keel's standard questions was, have you ever had a dream that somebody was in the house with you mm. and they looked at they looked at her daughter she did she had a dream where she saw this apparition she sh- was sure it wasn't a dream of this this man in a dark suit with a wide grin on his face mm. uh, in in the in, in kind of an apparition that appeared and then disappeared. and in this particular case this man also seemed to be wearing a checkered shirt. This mm. is another bizarre pattern that shows up uh, in so many of these cases the man with a checkered shirt like a warning man. One now, one has
4: a checkered he's, shirt. He
5: seemed to have uh, some similar themes behind him. Uh, and again, forgive me for bringing up Keel again, Go ahead. but if he was on to something about some of these things being manifestations, uh, modifications of energy, yes. or, or whatever, perhaps the same source is manifesting these things, and they just come out a little differently sometimes, but mm-hmm. some of the same archetypes, the underlying archetypes are still there. Right. The grinning man, the man with a checkered shirt. See, here's so, Go ahead.
4: No, I was just going to say, like to me, what this uh, the, my first thought was that um, there was some TV shows not on anymore, and wasn't really that good. But it's about a alien that lands here, and he has to kind of adapt to, uh, you know, to 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 being a human, let's say. And he's a little bit robotic, and he doesn't quite know what to say. And that's what kind of is like, you know, you hear about these things, people having meaningless conversations. It's kind of like, well, this is what I've been trained to say. You know, what I mean, they don't. Do you know what i mean like if you go to a foreign a billion, country
5: Keel would say that they uh, a lot of times they would use expressions that were way out of date oh, they would wow, be wearing yeah, yeah. clothing that didn't match up clothing. and and sometimes they would have uh, uh cars that uh you know black cadillacs or whatever that looked like old cars but inside they were perfectly new and shiny and smelled like a like oh, a new car what the, what's, what 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 is that what could that possibly be you know what i, I mean I, I don't know, and I, it, make, it does make me wonder if some of these things are maybe not completely physical experiences, but something. I mean, we can go back uh, to uh, uh, Anne Jeffries in the 1600s, who had these in, incredible encounters with the little people, with the elementals, with and had all these detailed stories. Mm-hmm. But she never left her room; she never left her house. Well, and then just... there was the woman Helene in the what's the book? The uh, From India to the Planet Mars. There was a hmm. a, a a psychiatrist. At, uh, had this woman put her, her under hypnosis where she talked about this past life on Mars. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, she uh, had all these detailed experiences, but I, I don't think she was ever actually on the planet Mars.
4: How, how do we, about how do we know that these people just aren't, uh, as the
5: kids say, nuts? Well, the, the patterns that show up, uh, yeah. You know the 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 checkered shirt, the grinning man, mm. the, the the same type of bedroom apparitions, the 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 way these in quotes uh, men in black look like sometimes. Even even the poor old uh, Joe Symington, you know, when he he got those uh, pancakes from outer space. Okay, yeah. In 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 return for some water, he said, "Yeah, they look like uh, kind of like swarthy Italians." <laughs> oh wow, okay. wow wow yeah sorry yeah I'm wow, oh, sorry wow, wow.
4: El even was. <laughs>
5: Well, maybe maybe
4: there's a secret space program in uh, you know uh, the or something. Yeah, you know that's funny because hmm, it makes you think for a second. Like you know, we say this a lot on the show. It's like it's kind of like the universe next door isn't quite you know what I mean. It's not just quite the same. The fact is is that if someone sees a grinning man here and someone sees him you know a hundred miles away and they don't have no contact with each other, you have got something going there, you know. And that's a true men in black, too. People see men in black and they always describe them in a certain way. And these people don't necessarily have ever heard of men in black before. So something is going on. People whatever people see and they're seeing the same things.
5: That's the weird thing about it. Right? It does seem to be something beyond mere nuts and bolts and flesh and blood. There's a a real high strangeness aspect that suggests we're dealing with we we may not be dealing with uh, aliens from Alpha Centauri.
4: Yeah, right. Yeah. Very
1: strange. Yeah. So what are we looking at? We looking at another dimension situation? I mean, we seem to throw that out pretty loosely. Uh, it's uh, a-
5: perhaps, but uh, Keel, he, you know, he, he used the term ultra-terrestrial, which he oh, borrowed yeah. from his friend and colleague, Ivan Sanderson, just as kind of a literary device. But he also used ultra-terrestrial very often interchangeably with elemental. And I, th- I think that might be apropos, you know, when I, I think about some of these bizarre experiences, how, how different are they from encounters with the little people, the oh. elementals, when you had missing time back 100 or 200 years ago, when you had encounters with the, the leprechauns or the pixies or whatever. And, uh, uh, you know, there's so many other parallels there. So uh, I think maybe we go back to John Keel's admonition that these are simply natural conditions of the planet.
4: Just And we just, uh, yeah, I kind of understand. This is just, um, you know, what happens. It happens every once in a while. You know, it happens to some people, not everybody. It's just, you know... It's like a hurricane. It's like the weather. This is just the one weather. of the things that happen here. You know? and, and,
5: and sometimes it really, I mean, it really focuses on people. A, a friend of his got so, you know, obsessed and nuts with this. He, was, he had a gun with him all the time. He'd be mm. hiding his apartment, waiting for the men in black to come and get him. Oh well. And then he started to see alligators coming out of his faucets with it's- antenna. <laughs> and with really antenna. thought they were there. Turn on the water in the bathtub, and there's an alligator that pours out with lay, antenna. Lay and, off the coat. He, wow. he even took a shot at somebody that he thought was in a black Cadillac and thought was a man in black in a dark suit and cool. fedora, yes. and it was a friend of his. Oh, uh-huh. He wow. didn't kill him, Okay, but, but he had some things he had to... Uh, Sounds like a fun guy. Like police. that woman on the airplane. Indeed.
4: The woman on the airplane has now rebranded herself as the crazy woman on the airplane, and she has her thing now. She... You know, she's, she's branded. She's going to be interviewed. She's going to talk about how uh, she saw someone who was a reptile at the ba- at the back of the plane. She's turned it into. She's turned lemonade, you know, lemons yeah. into lemonade.
6: They were looking for her. I guess she, they, either yeah, she, they found you know, her or she came forward. Some attorney,
4: yeah, some agent or something found right. her. She's saying,
6: landscape. you know, that thing was in the back of the plane, and it, its eyes blinked sideways, yeah, not up and down. Yep. And she said, that's not human, and I'm getting off this plane right now, and you people can stay here. And die with it.
4: Imagine this. Well, I'm
6: getting off now.
4: Forty thousand feet above. that. <laughs> well, I, I, the thing I was, was she, nowhere
5: near that airplane. By,
6: by the way, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was getting I mean, off. I mean, they, they did. You know, yeah, they, they did. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, I mean, they. they but the, the, I guess the big delay was getting their luggage off because they got to go sifting through everything in the bottom of the plane because they will not let luggage fly without were they the owner. in the air. Were they in the no, air. No, they were backing oh, away from the terminal. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. She was. She did it right. She, right so, on the ground. Okay. And then they said, "Okay, you're you're gone, you're out. Get yeah. an air marshal, get her out of here." <laughs> See, I'd do that.
4: I hate flying. I'd do anything to get off the plane. That's what she was saying.
6: If you start screaming about a reptile on the back of the plane, hey, look at I, I work for her. I hope someone's filming it like that because it
1: would be priceless. Mech's
7: like, mm-hmm. how can I get banned for life? Yes. Oh well, she just did it, so I'm going to do that next time. I yeah, have to yeah, yeah. Plane, and then yeah. oh, I can't yeah. fly. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No, it's more like how many likes can I get on Facebook right. and Instagram? It. Come on. Hey, listen. Um, how about
4: the woman who? Uh, not to go into. Uh, recent events, but she said she saw a kid along a highway oh, yeah. and she pulled over oh, yeah. and she's calling the cops. And the That's cops the come, she's not there. She says, I've been kidnapped. She shows up like four days later, looking okay. And then they search her computer and look looks, she's been, you know, she's been searching for how do I, you know, kidnap myself or, you know, what's the best way to kidnap someone. But now she should be, the, while she was gone. Her, you know, people were looking for her, and they gave publicity photos of her walking in Times Square and she's near the Statue of Liberty, and now she's done the same thing. Like she's become this kind of minor celebrity, and she's getting interviewed, and you know she'll get a she'll get a fine or something. And she said she was kidnapped by a truck driver a trucker, and yeah. his wife, and his wife, I'm and okay. they
6: they uh, forced her to undress, and they did all kinds of things to her. Is the movie, and then she finally got away of her own free will, clothed this time, and and
4: walked back to her house. There you go. Okay, it it writes itself. Come on, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just funny. People, uh, yeah, you, know,
7: you don't know how like a internet search history works or like
2: cameras.
6: Mm. There's cameras well, it's like when when someone
1: kills. wife. So let's get AI on this. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You know, it's like when someone kills kills know. kills someone in the it, family,
6: you know, when, and then they do their the, the check of their yeah. Google searches. Is how do I poison someone? How yeah, do yeah. I how do I clean up a crime <laughs> scene? How do I? Do, you know, it's
4: like. Um, the first thing they say is you know
6: right, go, you to, uh,
1: incognito, bro, so you go to go Walmart. to Walmart, duck, DuckDuckGo or something.
6: Yeah,
2: right. Go go to Walmart and get you picked you know, up on the TV
4: camera. You, you know buying, buying, a, buying a shovel and some lie.
6: You know? Right. But the thing is, you think you'd go to NordVPN and sort of do a VPN so there's no tr- tracing it. I don't know.
4: Right, I don't know what you're talking about. It's about that Duck <laughs> Duck.
6: No, no. Just vote, the NordVPN sort of shields where you come where you're from and right. a lot of people do that with sports now. I'm, oh, really? I'm
4: surprised you don't know that. Let's talk later. <laughs> so listen, so while we it's okay, time okay, to wrap very, up very sh- quickly, just okay. to bring this quickly.
5: Uh, please excuse me. Uh Linda Scarberry, one of the first witnesses of the Mothman. They had apparitions of men in black in her, in the house. I mean they also mm, they also saw them on the street, but this one showed up and uh freaked them out and then disappeared. Uh, she was also experiencing poltergeist phenomena after she saw the Mothman, all kinds of bizarre things going on in her house, that mm-hmm. had never happened before. They were hearing strange beeping noises outside the house and strange phone calls with garbled voices and static. So something very strange was going on.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think the whole idea of a, someone in your house is a very, very scary thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, as a kid, I used to have dreams about stuff like that, and I know that, you know, people. that's what freaks people out. That someone's gonna come into your house in the middle of the night you hear them you don't know what to do except shoot them right <laughs> yeah but that, I think it, it, that's an inner fear that a lot of people have
7: that's you know this is already a disturbing story uh, you know, Show. case okay uh, with like the grinning alone that like yep. you know is very unsettling the thing that gets me is the dreams. Because you're, you're not supposed to see people that like you don't know in your dreams. Like you, you had to have, they, they you had to have seen them before in real life in order for them to manifest in a dream state.
4: There needs needs to be a basis. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Never thought of that. So
7: it's, it's weird if like, these are just like willy nilly showing up in someone's dream for like no reason because your brain can't think of that Mm -hmm, in your mm -hmm. sleep. Like it, it doesn't. It's not allowed to do that.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, man, I've
1: never that's heard of that. That's very, that very it doesn't scary. conjure up an image that you've never seen before. Something either. else, it right, yeah. Real life from,
7: or- yeah. It can only take from the stored memories that you have. So it's like that's why a lot of the time people dream of, like, their family and friends because that's so
4: fresh. Yes, mesh. yeah. I uh, dream of Susan Harvey back in the second grade. I still do. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never thought of that before. So if you see someone in your dream – that let's say you don't recognize or it's the first time you've ever seen this face, that something's really uh, out of control there or something's going on, right?
7: Yeah, and, you know, we should really do, like, an episode on, like, dreaming and, like, lucid dreaming because mm-hmm. that's a whole other, like, uh, yeah, rabbit yeah. hole to go down. Yep. But, yeah, you're you're only, you're like, it's, you'll never see something that, like, you, you, Someone that you don't know, like it might, even Mm. if it's somebody that you saw like in passing, you know, like it's still somebody you've physically seen because that's what your brain can register. Hmm. Wow. So I don't know, we should do that. That's crazy.
4: Yeah. I have dreams and I'll get up in the middle of the night to, you know, take a squiz or whatever, and then I'll just go back to sleep and they'll pick up the dream again.
7: You can do
4: that. Yeah. I
6: can't do that. Yeah, once, no. I yeah, yeah, once I that wake time, up. It's crying, huh? Yeah, I can't do sure that.
4: See, I don't ever remember
6: dreams. I I wake up in the morning I don't remember anything. I I think I'm lucky. Cuz I don't remember
1: color. What's this deal about you you don't usually dream in color? I've dreamt in color. I have I've dreamt in color too. I might not deaf, but I might have been in color.
4: And um if you like sometimes in when I'm having a dream, I'll someone will write something down and I just try like crazy. To see what it is, as if there's some secret they're going to give me in my dream. But I can never read it. You know what I mean? It's something. Oh, you know, the, right. Maybe it's <laughs> a lottery number. Yeah, Something like that. And the, the, the talking huss from the future comes in and f***s everything up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but <laughs> I mean, if Keith Richards can dream about a riff that becomes a number one hit song. Yeah, right, right. you got to be able to dream up some lottery numbers. But he does that he, all he, the time. The jackpot, Are you saying Mr. Ed you know, talks
6: to you?
4: You oh. said a talking horse? What did you say? <laughs> a talking horse of the future. Someone always says, yeah, we have to punch the script up. I'll just bringing a talking horse from the future. Well, but Mr. Red could come in and just. Mr. Red. Oh, Wilbur. Um, but Keith Richards does that all the time. Do you know what I mean? That's the, yeah. He's he's kind of like dreaming about work in a way. You know, I can see that. And um, and I think that's why I dream the way I do. I think that you dream. If Someone once said it's like it's defragging your your memory you know it's it's like getting all the. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: that's a good term for it, yeah,
4: and you have to do that exactly. yeah and you never have this see- one
1: I've had dreams where it's you know, it's, it's like a netflix series it's, you know it's part one really part yeah
4: a part uh yeah. a part arc. okay go ahead. <laughs>
1: hmm. it may not it may not be uh, as jointed, it may not pick up where you left off, but it's sort of like a overlaps,
4: yeah yes we we
1: characters maybe a different uh subplot or something and something weird it's like a uh, lately i don't know if it's because of old age or what but i've been dreaming about um, Watch girls it. i knew in high school <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah that's old age <laughs> wow. hey listen remember there was a guy yeah. that we used
4: to yeah. have on in the do you remember that guy we used to have on in the, early in the show he was um some new york he was a futurist he had a very kind of hip name anyway he told us that the japan this is um a good five years ago uh, the Japanese were working on this thing where you would be able to wear this kind of headgear at night, and in the morning your dreams would be animated. You'd have a little cartoon of your dreams. Okay, so there no. a movie that, about that? that's scary. Yeah, maybe there isn't something. Yeah, yeah but that was that's, that's coming down the line.
6: There, there was a movie about a guy who could come into your dreams. Yeah, Freddy. No, no, wasn't like <laughs> not a horror thing. Oh. He was more um, he could come in and interact in your dreams, but. Um, like they did it with like the president or something because he was having these nightmares and so they put this guy near him so when he fell asleep the guy could go in and enter the dream and kind of manipulate it so it wasn't such a big deal or a big problem. Wow. Huh? Forget what it was called, but it was kind of interesting because these people had the ability in theory to enter your dreams, enter your dreams and and actually interact with you and, and change a, the outcome.
4: I can see a business there. Forget virtual reality, just make like my book. dreams maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Don't say that. So, let's run with we Embellish we, my uh, dream. Why don't we uh, wrap up the show? Oh, Switch already has the uh, the train, <laughs> train wreck at the uh, end. I couldn't think
1: of the right word. It's such a cool train wreck too. Yes. I can really You
4: know what they used to wow. do you know what they used to do back in the West in this pictures of this is that they'd have a carnival and on the last day <clears throat> they'd get two trains, two steam locomotives to hit each other. Mm-hmm. You know, to just you know kind of demolish each other. Yeah. And I think they used that, to bat It That was out. the
1: start of a demolition derby at yeah. Tarnholz. Yeah yeah, 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 beginning of that. Yep. There, was a, there was a, there was a, there was a train reporting that did
4: that, yeah. I also read today that there was this uh, town in Nevada back in the Old West, and, and they would take the train through it. And it was just like this sleepy old place, and people said, hey, listen, why don't we spice this up? So they paid the Indians, uh, Native Americans, and there's a cavalry unit nearby. So any time a train would go by, they'd have this fake battle. You know so the people on the train would say, That's "Wow, cool. we saw that
1: movie. You, you mean reenactors or real? <laughs> yeah, no, they were
4: real. They were real. They they had nothing to do. They were friends. So, it was like F Troop.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah exactly. Where the fuck
6: are we? Where the fuck are we?
4: Why don't we do this? Why don't we say, uh, "Thank you to Greg Masno for uh, joining us tonight, educating us on AI a little bit." I think it's going to I think it's going to be one of these things, so it's going to do great things and then it's going to be kind of out of control. What is this? I for
1: the uh, hot stock oh. tip on how it can invest. So, in see,
4: it. people are always going to try to manipulate it. That's the thing, you know.
6: Well, if there's a dollar to be made, someone will find a someone way to corrupt will, it to uh, make money for
4: them. Yep. So uh, thank you to Greg. Switchy, thank you. Switch,
5: you and Captain Crunch. What's
4: next week? Can you give us a preview? Uh,
5: on, on food? Yeah. Uh, I'm shooting from the hip, kid.
4: Are you really? Oh, uh,
1: oh yeah. The new Switchy. You haven't had any Antriman's Donuts for a while. Don't say that.
5: No, no, but, but, but they're available here and I have them once in a while. Oh, they're the you greatest.
1: Do. I got
7: donuts the other day. It.
1: What kind? What would it, what would it cost to, to package up and send uh, a Bartman's About
4: 99 the bucks there, pal.
1: Just for laughs. I'm trying to find out. Just for laughs.
4: I, I sent over little buttons to people in England. It cost me like about $87.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts.
4: If you send in Slowboat, they'd be stale by the time they got
1: there. That's true, and yeah. you get, it's got to go through customs,
4: right? Yeah, they'll eat. Uh, Raven, what the, what kind of donuts did you get? I love donuts.
7: So I picked out. I really like glazed, so I got some glazed, and I got a blueberry jelly filled with vanilla
2: oh. frosting. It was oh yeah,
7: so good! I got okay. it from my local Wegmans because I have a bakery. Mm-hmm. So we went first thing in the morning on Sunday.
4: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I love You're killing me, Raven. Yeah, no, I'm so sorry. Busy. I know we're hey,
7: fish and chips for days over there, so
1: yeah. we're we <laughs> supposed to be on fish diet. Fish I yeah, love yeah, it's
4: done chips. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so uh, do. anyway, uh, thank you, one uh, one. I'm gonna say the best of us. Juan, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.
1: You're Later. welcome. My pleasure. Okay. Happy to do it. Talk to you soon.
4: And Raven, it's that con- <laughs> time of the night We have to say goodbye to you. You've made us so hungry. Thank
7: you so much for having, we're having me. We're
4: gonna do it. Thank you for joining us, and I just want to thank everyone out there for listening. Let me quickly do the plugs. Homes for Our Troops troops, is a military organization that raises money for our veterans who are wounded uh, in post-9-11 action. That's the Iraqi war, also the Afghan war, and these folks who came home probably missing a limb. And Homes for Our Troops builds them homes that are adapted to their situation. So lower counter space, hardly any stairs, wider doorways, things like that. that. And then uh, when they're through, uh, they rip up the mortgage, they give them the keys, it's their house forever. And they can go out and join society, um, and they don't have that whole thing of a mortgage payment hanging over their heads. Nice houses. We went to one of them, uh, Lois and I, a couple of months ago. Very, very nice house. Homes for our troops. Uh, please Google them and uh, see what they're about. 90% of, 90 cents on your dollar. or 90% of your dollar goes directly, uh right to our veterans. So please uh, check them out. And I think that's it, gang. Oh, I just want to say that uh, we have a contest going for a, um, a mashup of Scrabble and um, Monopoly, uh, courtesy of Phil O'Baines, who was the uh, past president of Winning Moves that makes all the uh, kind of games that we grew up with. And we have to uh, – and the, the secret is, is for uh, the first uh, bunch of people to um, write to us and tell us what the name of uh, Raven's drink was last week. We're going to pretend she was drinking again this week. And we'll pick your name out of the uh, Magic Fishbowl. So uh, do you remember the name of the drink that you were drinking right now, Rick? Yeah. So last week I was
7: drinking the Baywatch.
2: Uh, uh,
4: this okay. week I had hot black coffee. Oh. <laughs> hot black coffee. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, let's say Baywatch is the secret word, okay? So just uh, write to us at uh, wingmanandmacaloney.com. Uh, hit the contact button and tell us uh, Baywatch. And you'll get into the uh, Magic Fishbowl. for a um, The winning prize is a mashup, a, a, a game that they put together, which is based on Scrabble and also Monopoly. And someone looked it up the other day, and it's like worth 80 bucks So, um, oh, USA only, sorry. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. So, Raven, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, we'd like your cat the best, by the way. <gasps>
7: Okay. Hey, do you hear that? He's sitting
4: right there, here. Steve, here. you've been dissed. Yeah, sorry. Oh, there's oh, the ASPCA calling me. Whoa. Uh, so why don't we... Hang on a second. This could be important. <clears throat> what?
1: <laughs> this is live radio, folks. Yes.
4: Hello. Hi.
6: Yes. Put speaker
4: Yes, I am. Yes, McMillan, yes. Good. How are you? How are you? Hmm. Yes, yes. Where are you? Where are you located? Where are you located? Ruin. Really? Are, are you married? Probably. Are you married? The next room. <laughs> are, are you married? Yeah. How long? How long have you been married for?
7: Whoever's on the other line hung up. A five years? <laughs>
4: okay. I guess. Interesting. Okay, go ahead, please. Go on, please. Uh huh. His debit card got hacked. Yeah, I don't have to. Uh, <laughs> could you hang on for one second? I'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. Put it on a speakerphone. No, I, I, I can you barely
6: do understand you her. You if can't I can't record
1: somebody without their permission.
4: <clears throat>
6: Oh, you tell them right up front.
4: Someone got Mac Maloney's private phone number and has been calling me to um, promote the book. Yeah, it's been really kind of nuts. Can you block phone numbers? Sure, can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But how they got my number is my private number is you know private. You know what I mean? was kind of weird. Mm. So anyway, we, we got that. Given out.
1: it out inadvertently or not in what not not this cell number. Yes, it. No,
4: nope. I don't give it you know. I don't think even think I have it. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> anyway, why don't we end the show on that? It's the damn cat. It's the cat. It's one of those cats. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening and uh until next time you hear
2: us, this is back for the entire gang saying, Be safe, be happy and
1: Bye bye.